sometimes life happens. We see you. And you feel all alone. We feel you. With nowhere to go. We got you. So many questions unanswered. We understand. Yeah. And you feel like you can't. That's right. But God Rest with your own thoughts. Uh, uh. This is for you. Yeah. When life happens. And it makes Come. you feel like you are. You're off the beat. Off, off the beat. Off the beat. Welcome to Off Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Ambriz, and we just want to welcome you to another, 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 another episode of Off Beat Podcast, man. We're so excited to be able to be here with you guys. And today I have my lovely, lovely wife with me, Jeanette. Hi, everybody. Yeah, round of applause, round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'm having way too much fun with uh, <laughs> the Roadcaster Pro, man. And so, uh, but welcome, welcome to another episode of Offbeat Podcast. And today, uh, my lovely wife joins me, and um, so we're so excited to be able to uh, bring in this episode today. It's a little bit different. You know, we've been inviting a lot of people mm-hmm. on the podcast, yeah. and uh, what's crazy is that it's actually it's actually been a year. I know. We're in September. We're in so September. Yeah. September. So I think the I got to look back. I'm horrible at dates. I'm really horrible at dates, but um, I... It was, I remember launching the first episode around September. Yeah. Yeah. September. I think around this week. Yeah. I think it was like the first Friday or something like that. Or yeah. maybe mid or I don't know, but like I got to look back. I got to go through that. And, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting year mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> a lot of learning, mm-hmm. a lot of different people that we've been able to have on the podcast. Um, so that's always been, uh, I mean, I was just the other day I was reflecting on that. I'm like, man, like so many people that have come on this podcast and and I I was glad that we were able to do it like that. You know, like Mm -hmm. just the way things, you know, always work out. You know, God always has a way of working things out for the good. And 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 I was just, you know, reminiscing. I'm like, man, like all these different people that we've been able to learn from, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's yeah, it's exciting how you can learn so much from just sitting down and and having a conversation with someone and then just them laying it down like hey you know what this is this was my process this was my journey um and then being able to hear that it's pretty exciting so what do you think no yeah i mean i've been the one you're on my seat right now so (laughs) (laughs) but it's been awesome to actually just sit in and um listen to the conversations and see where they lead i'm like uh, i'm i was learning too like just hearing you guys sometimes i'll be talking too but i uh, i really enjoyed uh hearing um yeah like learning learning from different people from their lifestyles or a lot of the entrepreneurs because i think we relate to a lot of the entrepreneurs you know or just uh yeah. family stuff or marriage stuff the topics that we were to have like with certain people and i think i really enjoyed that because we're just we've just been on this journey right of pretty much building that yeah. in our lives so and just having that open ear right and that open heart to really listen into what they have to say what they've learned their experiences their yeah. failures and how they got back up so that was I think that was a really cool part 
of uh, having our guest on here. Right. And it's just that, you know, no experience was the same. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what um, I love so much about having been able to interview a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, you know, people that were self-employed or or just Mm -hmm. being able to hear their stories. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we we had even some really cool testimonies on Mm -hmm. here, life stories, you know, people changing their lives around. And so um, and being able to see where they're at, it's it really just speaks into you know like how nobody's journey truly is the same yeah oh yeah you know nobody's journey is the same and it's 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 so cool to see how you know there is no cookie cut you know Mm -hmm. to to where they've gotten you know they've it just kind of speaks into how we all have to walk our own journey we have all we all have our own process yeah you know because we all deal with things differently so yeah. that was that was uh, the interesting part too of just how how we're all different, how God has truly created us uniquely differently, yeah. because we all have our own experiences in our life. And I'm already thinking about people who I'm like, man, their story was like crazy, yeah. their testimony was crazy, and look what they're doing now, look where they're at now. And yeah. so we're, I know that that's what we're gonna get into right now, right? right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna be talking about today just. Uh, you know, uh, the different stories of different people. And, and I think uh, everybody's story, I think every single episode that yeah. has been released on Offbeat Podcast has taught us something, yeah. has been crazy interesting, mm-hmm. you know, and their journey and everything. So we might not be able to yeah. go through each and every yeah. single one of them, but um, we are going to highlight some of our top moments, you know, some of the, what we... Our- our favorites, yeah, right? Some of our favorites, you know, some of the favorite, our favorite conversations and favorite episodes that we were able to have. And um, and then we're even going to probably even, you know, give some here and there. We're going to be throwing in some personal updates, too, you know, because a lot has changed for us. Yes. <laughs> a lot has changed for us. Um, you know, we're uh, for the people that do know us, you know, we're in uh, our home studio now. You know, yes. we've we, all the studio equipment and everything we had a guest room right here at our house and so we're like debating like what should we do with the room should we keep it a guest room should we you know but we were in the process of some some big changes in our lives and um, so we just said hey let's let's just convert that bedroom into our studio slash well studio what's the studio yeah <laughs> studio slash this is where i office because i kind of do my work here yeah do a lot of my uh, editing here and so it's it's worked out good yeah. but we'll even give some updates about that right and more and more and more <laughs> but let's wait on that right? all right so <laughs> so which one um do you want to start with well um let's see well i mean we have to start with your story babe you know i think starting off with your story was just an awesome way to start off offbeat podcast because it just states and shows you know what this podcast is about and from there it's just kind of like uh, it's been a domino effect right i think that's the way i can say it like yeah. of different people 
kind of like ex- their own experiences of right. their lifestyle of how it's been so offbeat you know so i would say yours you you had a great story that you were able to ex- um be able to share and your vulnerability your transparency to share that so i i, I really do babe thank you for that you know i'm really proud of you for that you know my, uh, maybe i don't say it enough but you know i'm very proud of you for that you know and for just stepping out there and just being transparent with your story because now you've been able to give this platform for others to do that. Yeah. And that's why, again, we keep saying like it was it's just been awesome to see that. Right. So and then I think so, of course, that one, that was the first one. Uh, I think another one was really cool to hear and to uh, hear out is, of course, I'm going to have to say with Cynthia Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> Mesa, I think I, I think that's how you say it, pronounce it instead. <laughs> um, so shout out to her um, because, uh, you know, we just, well, we'll go into that too, but we just started our coffee cart business, right? Yeah. And she kind of had a lot of like... Uh, uh, a lot of influence. Influence, a lot of to, impact influence. to start yeah. it, you yeah. know, because it, it was always been my desire to do that. So um, with her hearing her story and just what she's experienced and just like the her and her husband doing it together, you know, it really pushed us to say, you know, what, we got to get on this. You know, we got I got to get on this. We're going to do this. And and look where we're at now with our coffee cart, you know, with that push and just hearing her story and the times even that she's been open enough to like uh, meet with me and talk with me. Like that's been a blessing. So, again, shout out to, to Cynthia. Thank you so much for everything that you've done to pay to that you played a big part in um our journey first for sweet bliss (laughs) you know starting on sweet bliss yeah no that that definitely was one of and she was actually our first woman guest and yep yeah she was our first because it was about motherhood so i think even with that sorry with mother with motherhood like uh it brought in a lot of attention for the podcast you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that was she no she really did she brought it home that day and shout out to um aaron pastor aaron ortega for setting that up yeah and um you know shout out to you cynthia and and for real like it it really did i i really think sitting down and having that conversation you know it it really did kind of just set a fire under us you know to i think more on you of course you know what i mean you know to really say you know what like let's let's get this started you know and it's been a journey Mm -hmm. It, it really has been a journey like it didn't happen you know right after having that conversation with her it took you know, months, yeah. months after month, you know, yeah. just planning, getting things together and, um, yeah. you know, uh, saving money and <laughs> investing money. And, yep. you know, it was, it was it's been a lot. But, yeah, she's um, she's been a huge, huge help, you know, and and what, something else, anything else to take away from as far as her interview that kind of stood out to you that you said, man, that was besides, you know, of course, the impact with starting the coffee business and everything. But is there anything else that you, stood out to you from that interview? Oh, of course. I mean, you know where I'm going to go with that. You know, <laughs> she's a homeschool mom and, you know, and that I think during that time we were dealing with some things, you know, with uh, our kids, you know, so right. um, that encouraged me to also like try out, well, or us at that time because we yeah. talked about it, you know, to go into really thinking about homeschooling and, yeah, you know, and we're doing it right now. We're doing it. Um, and I think that was a big takeaway to hear her story and her perspective of how homeschooling is. And it's um, allowed us to get into this community of 
homes how homeschooling is and right. just learning about it. I mean, we're still right. We're still in the works of it. And it's been a journey with yeah. that too. Learning process, unlearning what we're so used to. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how things go, right? I mean, we've had our converse, share our conversations like that yeah. already, you know. So yeah. we're putting that it's, in God's hands because yeah. it's tough. It's tough. But I, I, I hope that we, like, I really do like, you know, I really hope that we can see the result or at least see like the blessing through it so that our kids can see it, our family can see it, we ourselves can see it because, you know, I want to build a good bond with our kids. Yeah. You know, I want to build something special with them. And if that's and if that's going to be something that's going to help us, then, you know, then I, that's why I want to try it. Right. You know, I want to I want to give it a shot. You yeah. know, so she encouraged, she influenced that a little bit, you know, yeah. with that part. No, big time. I think anytime we hear somebody that's on a journey and it's something that we kind of relate to, yeah. you know, in the sense of like, because like you said, we were going through some things, you know, um, right. with the school system, you know, with, with our older son, you mm-hmm. know, which is Ezra, you know, and, mm-hmm. and um, there were just some things that were like, they're just really concerning, mm-hmm. you know, and, and being... You know, coming from the childhood that I came from and, you know, having a lot of um, a lot of influence with how, you know, the school system dealt with me and and things like that. Because a lot of times people think, well, why? Yeah. Why homeschool? You know, like why? Why choose homeschool? And and I think that was one of the biggest challenges was being able to come to the realization of why we want to do it. You know, like understanding our why, because I think a lot of times people think that. There's only one thing that influences, you know, a decision. Right. You know, there's people that say, oh, you know, you're totally against the public school system. So that's yeah. why you're doing it. And that's, no, not true. that's not true. You know, there's p- other people that think, um, you know, oh, it's because you don't want to get your kids vaccinated. You know, yeah, so no, that's why all my kids are vaccinated. Our, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, what I mean, and, and so and that's what kind of sucks about sometimes our culture or society, yeah. you know, is that everything is bubbled into one thing. Right. One, one category like your reason why you do something is got to be affiliated with A, B, and C, you know what right. I mean? And and that's not true, you know, and I think that was, for me, that was the biggest thing was like, what noise do I have to get out of the way? You know, right. what what noise, what, what influences, uh, what um, even uh, stereotypes, you know, yeah. do, did I have, you know, about homeschool moms and homeschool kids and homeschool parents, like, getting rid of those stereotypes yeah. and just really being able to like, okay, what's the reason why, Yeah, you know? And I, for me personally, you know, it's always been like, you know what I, like you said, I really, you know, and I can either complain, yeah, you know, about what's happening, you know, in the school system and, you know, the situations that even happen with our son and, you know, or, you know, I can say, you know what, like, okay, well, if I'm not happy with, how things are being handled and right. dealt with and things like that. Well, then, and if I have the opportunity to do it, well, let me step up then. Yeah. You know, let me step up because yeah. that's one of the things, like, I, I'm i not going to sit here and say that I'm not I'm not a complainer because, you know, I can. Like, I'm, I, I, we're all I voice, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very opinionated. Yeah. I could be very opinionated. But one of the things that I've always, like, it's like I'm going to be opinionated, but I'm also going to set the pace for it or I'm going to put the effort to, to show something, you know? Right. And so I was just like, you know what? Like, okay, well, you know, but that was just the first part. It's just getting <laughs> the noise out of the way, you know? Yeah. Now it's just like, 
it's all these different things that you know and we've talked about like it's just it's scary you know it really is is. like i think it's i mean um i mean for me like you know i mean we talked about it not so long ago you know it's just we don't know if we're failing them or not by making this choice you know i know and i'm i'm the optimistic one in the marriage you know (laughs) so i'm the very optimistic one but and that's where my trust always leans to god you know and my hope is like okay if this is for us you know i believe like then we'll see the result you know that's where i'm literally taking it day by day you know so if you've had like the thought of homeschooling or whether if this is a good idea or not i mean i'm not going to tell you it's easy because it's not easy it's uh, it's hard at times it gets a lot you know sometimes you you lose sometimes your freedom again you know type thing because when they were in school you know we were able to do certain things when they're in school and get certain things done right make our plans like okay they're gonna be at school at this time so we're gonna get this done at this time you know but and i know that 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 part like we did get used to but you know but um this choice of homeschooling you know i really uh, i don't know i just it's i want to try it like because i said like i want to just be able to build the bond with the kids yeah because i uh, you know i was telling my husband the other day we we're having this conversation i was like um you know we we you know we dealt a lot with our marriage you know for many years now you know and we worked hard on our marriage you know we got counseling we uh, focused on us where we needed to really put our, our us first you know yeah. have our weekly date nights have those uh moments of being alone you know because what we were going through and you know it was tough at that time you know so you know and i think i said this and i you know i feel like god revealed it to me one day like you know like and why this is another why i'm doing it because of that you know i feel like uh, because of that we were so focused on us we kind of didn't neglected the kids you know yes we were there for them yes we went out with them we did the usual family stuff right you know but i feel like really bonding really uh being uh, that discipler to them you know talking with them teaching them like being on hands type thing like yeah. i feel like we did kind of like i know i i felt that way like i feel that way that i i kind of miss that you know and i just don't want i just don't want them to kind of get lost right you know in a way where or we get lost in a way where it's like they're at school all day they come home and then we're just busy doing certain things or sports or whatever you know and we kind of like go back onto that mode of like the usual of like okay they're home feed them that's it play with them a little bit and then they're asleep yeah. you know what i mean so i'm like no like uh, that's another thing like it's like i want to be able to build something with them and teach them and disciple them and guide them and and show them what it is to live in this life in this world nowadays you know so yeah. i mean that's that's my way of thinking yeah. I, you know uh, my perspective i guess yeah. um again that's what i'm saying like um uh, from cynthia like she kind of said it one day where she te- were texting about it and she was like you know if it doesn't if it's not for you it's not for you they can go back to public school like there's no right. wrong like yeah. you know so that's i'm like yeah you know i kept i keep telling myself that like you know if this doesn't work for us 
you know and if it works better for them to go just back to school then okay like i ha i'm going to i have to be okay with that yeah yeah you know? like we're not st we're not stuck with like hey this is the only way right and it's going to be ride or die you know right. make it or break it <laughs> <laughs> no because we're not trying to break it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want to break anything that's the thing yeah, you know yeah so but uh we just started so it's not it's been tough it's been hard yeah. you know there's been moments where i know like we kind of we feel like we fail and we're giving up, you know, but, you know, I really do for this year. I really yeah. want to see how it goes and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see some good results. You yeah. Know, see the good. In it. Yeah. And it just gives us an opportunity because, again, you know, our 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 sons, they're very hyperactive. You know, they have tons of energy. <laughs> and I just that was one of the things that I foresaw, you know, because because of the different situations that were happening in school. You know, it wasn't even a matter of, you know, oh, he's he's a troublemaker or he's this. It's just his hyperactivity, you know, his, you know, his way of handling things His you know, and and it's just, you know, when you have a class, you know, of 30 students, you know, what I mean, it's hard. And I, I have a lot of respect for teachers and educators like I really do. You know, do I agree with everything that they do and how they handle it? No, of course not. You know, but that's why you know i'm like okay i have to step in like i'm not just gonna step in you know within the school system and you know because that's you know one of the things that i did start to do is like you know what i'm gonna start showing face you know i'm gonna be the face for my son you know when it comes to um you know talking to their teachers and things like that you know mm -hmm. but i just seeing i think seeing it firsthand and watching it firsthand it just really really did impulse me to say yeah you know what like you know, because I, I do believe that that's one thing I do believe that not every person learns the same way. Right. You know, oh. and and, you know, I we've even talked about that recently. I had to do some tests, you know, for, you know, for my taxes, you know, for. Right. You know, for what we're, you know, for this next upcoming tax season. And I hate it. Like I <laughs> dreaded it. Like, you know, but I know I mean, I don't know the entire tax system, but. I'm a real practical guy. Like I'm a visual guy. I'm a practical guy. Like I understand things. I understand certain tax codes and things like how they apply and all that stuff. But you put me in front of a book, you put me in front of a, a of a computer and it's like, take these tests, multiple choice. It's uh, like, I hate it. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm a horrible test taker, you yeah. know? And, um, you know, so I understood that through my style of learning, you know, and then just watching my son as well, like having similar traits you know right. it's like man you know what i i one of the things is is i have to be his biggest supporter like i have to be more understanding of his style of learning yeah. you know and now that we are doing it you know one of the biggest things is like you said it's like are we doing it right are we not you know and that's been the thing for me it's like are we doing this right <laughs> like is there supposed to be like uh you know or do we make do we make up like a, a a school bell? You know what I mean? Like you know, you start from this time to this time. See, and that's like, and I keep like, I keep telling him guys, like to be honest, like that's what I keep hearing. Cause again, like thank God for like this community of like homeschooling, uh, homeschooling parents. You know that we've kind of like I've been kind of like surrounding myself with um, for different things. And just hearing their stories, like a yeah. lot of them feel the same way. A lot of them feel the same way. And just kind of hearing them out and how yeah. they've had to unlearn, you know, because I mean, we've all kind of a lot of us have started, you know, with public school, of course, you know, right. we're just so used to that. That's that's the norm, you know, but um, a lot of the, the parents that, 
recently started homeschool, like it's tough for them too. You right. know, and I'm just like, okay, so I'm not alone We're in this. We're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone in this. So yeah. it's like, that's why, and literally that's something like, I'm just really taking yeah. it one day at a time. And, um, you know, and I know that, I know that they're learning because like uh, my son, Ezra, you know, he's a smart kid. He's a really smart kid. Um, he already knows like so much of the solar system. I'm just like, he'd be talking to everybody <laughs> about the solar system now and yeah. just like about the stars of how how much gas they got, what they have, what they're made of. Like, it's just yeah. like, shoot, I don't know that. Yeah. He's like, mommy, did you know this? I'm like, nope. I'm like, I don't know that. I'm like, well, you know it. So that's great because yeah. he's just learning. Yeah. And that's one thing I've been having them do is like, learn certain educational stuff instead right. of being on YouTube and stuff. Like instead of watching all this junk, you know, I've been telling him, okay, no, learn some educational stuff. And he Man. got stuck to that. So that was helpful. You know, I feel like yeah. that's been helpful. Um, and you know, I think they're going to learn certain things, their passions. That's something yeah. that I kind of hope for as well, that they'll learn something, want to learn something that they're passionate about and we can help them, support them and guide them through it. You know, I mean, yeah. so no, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, see. Yeah. we'll <laughs> see, you know, and so, and just, you know, like just some, some statistics, you know, just to throw out there again, you know, it's just to, again, it's not to try to influence or sway anyone or to say, hey, you know what, you know, homeschooling, uh, you know, homeschooling, you know, parents or kids are better than the other. Like, that's not about that, man. Again, like we had to, you know, move away from all the noise. We had to silence all the noise, all the negativity, all the opinions, like all the different reasons of other people. Like, that's one of the things I never wanted to do. I didn't want to adopt anyone's reason. Like, I wanted to adopt my own why, mm -hmm. you know. And so one of the things, like, that's really cool about, you know, certain, it says, according to the National Home Education Research Institute, homeschoolers typically score 15 to 30 percent higher than public school students on standardized tests. The average score for a homeschooler ranges between 85 percent to 87 percent while public schoolers score around 50%, you know, and, and it's interesting, you know, these, it's because again, it's, it's especially in certain cities, you know, sadly, mm. it's sad to say, but here, like here in San Bernardino, you know, I don't doubt that there are some great educators, but again, it's man, the, the funding that goes yeah. into our public schools, you know, the, mm. the attention that goes into it, you know, it's not the same. It really mm. isn't, you know, and, it's different when you have less students to a teacher, you know, and when that number even goes down, it's the attention that's able to be given to them, you know, and it's not about that, you know, for people say, well, why do they need so much attention? We need to learn how to, uh, they need to learn how to adapt, you know, to their surroundings and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I, and, and I get that, you know, there's, I believe there's limits, but I think that when it comes to educating the mind, you know, the more attention that's able to be given, you know, the more that individual, that student is able to learn, you yeah. know, it's like one on one, you know, it's yeah. those one on one conversations. You're always going to walk away learning more. You're always going to walk away feeling better. You know, mm -hmm. things are going to get resolved better, mm -hmm. you know, when there's more that one on one, you know. And and so, you know, just wanted to throw that out there, you know, for again, like maybe someone that's up against the fence, you know, again, not if you're happy, you know, with where you're at. Cool. Like, you know, don't. Don't, um, you know, don't move. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not for everyone. I did, we never thought 
we would be here. We didn't yeah. plan. We didn't say, hey, we're going to have kids and we're going to homeschool uh-uh. them. You know, that was never, that was never a, a part of the plan, you know, and and it's crazy that, you know, again, like these numbers just keep, you know, um, another statistic was like it's been, you know, in just homeschoolers in 2022, 2022 um, it, it was reported, you know, uh, it's a census experimental household poll survey. And it shows that in 2022, 4.3 million homeschoolers. Wow. And in 2021, it was 3.7 million. Yeah. And in 2020, it was 2.65. And in 2019, it was 2.5. So it's almost, since 2019, it's almost doubled, you know. So it's, you know, and, and again, everyone has their own reason, you know, as to why. You know, I think, I think the biggest thing, and, and I'm so glad that we were able to interview Cynthia was we were able to even the way she did it it wasn't in a way of like hey this is why you should do it you know here's my political reasons here's <laughs> this here's that no like it was more like you know why they personally chose to do that right. you know and and how they're doing it and so i, I think that was really cool mm-hmm. you know because it's like it really did motivate us to find our why right you know yeah. so oh, yeah yeah it really did yeah so, so so let me ask you. So what's something kind of going off this topic now, I guess you could yeah. say. Uh, what's a episode that you kind of enjoyed that you took, that you can say you got a big takeaway from or you learned from? So I want to say one of my, one of the first episodes, man, that, uh, one of the first episodes that I really enjoyed interviewing was, um, was Pastor Aaron. You know, like his story too. Um, you know, just because it just spoke, it was like a complete opposite of my story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, like in terms of like things that we went through and stuff like that. You know, but you know, just hearing his story mm-hmm. and just you know the 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 challenges that he faced. You know, and that he still talks about. You know, with um, um, him being you know near death. You know, things like that. You know, being. Um, having all the different surgeries, you know, that he had to go through, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a child, you know, and dealing with um, the insecurities that he went through, you know, and um, and it just impacted me so much because uh, the way he spoke about his parents supporting him through that entire journey, mm-hmm. you know, and right. being able to see the man that he is today, yeah. you know, and how his parents just had so much influence. And it kind of just goes back to what we're talking about you know they yeah. they had a really cool bond you know yeah. and and I, I i i got to witness that bond that they had right. you know with mm-hmm. pastor armando when he was still alive mm-hmm. um the bond that he would have with his kids with his yeah. family and his wife his children like mm-hmm. it was really cool to see um because a lot of times and and again I, I i'm just built this way sometimes but a lot of times i don't mean it in a bad way but a lot of times our culture, like even in, in church, even in church, we are so used to praising, you know, the man of God, you know, but we're used to praising them just for what they do, mm-hmm. you know, in ministry, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I think, um, I think you can agree, you know what I mean? Like we're so used to like, Hey man, that was a great message. Um, you know, all the, their leadership, the way they do ministry, um, you know, it's, it's great. It's awesome. You know, the events that they planned, you know, it's, um, and, you know, because we, we're, we're used to a work-oriented style of ministry, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it, you know, but a lot of times 
we're so focused on that that we miss, you know, moments of how they carry themselves outside of ministry, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that Pastor Armando, he was a person that, you know, he he showed it. Like mm-hmm. he didn't just, you know, talk about it, but he showed it, you know, that, hey, fa- you know, being a family man is way more important than ministry. Being a great dad is more important than ministry. Mm-hmm. Being a great grandfather is more important than ministry. Like ministry is great, like it's here, but he, I think he really showed us, he really taught us that, investing into your your marriage investing into your family mm-hmm. is never wasted it's never right. time wasted it's never moments wasted if anything it's going to enrich your marriage more enrich your family life right. and so being able to hear um his story and how those effects of how his dad was and everything like and how you know him being confident now he's mm-hmm. a confident man he's he's a great husband too great Mm -hmm. great leader you know great pastor you know and everything and so being able to see that like it's like that was for me his interviewing him was that was really cool yeah i agree um i agree with everything you say i don't know wait go ahead and put it back what else you guys (laughs) (laughs) but you know i i hear you and i agree too pastor armando was uh what Aaron said about his dad, like it's so true. We got to experience his love, yeah. his care, and you know, they helped us a lot in our marriage in the beginning yeah, of big our, time. you know, they were our counselors, um, him and Pastor Armando and Sister Vanjie, you know, and and now, I mean, I know, I don't know if that's where you're trying to go with, you know, because now the trend with the transition that we're in, you know. Well, we can go there. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to. No, no. I'm just... <laughs> but um, we're no, just you... we're just talking. Um, no, I want... no, I'm just trying to see what to say too. Sorry, I kind of like coming to a yeah. blank right no, now. It's but... just, it's, I don't know. It's just like, and then I'm gonna kind of go back to even what I was talking about. It's and again, it's not to say, hey, you know what? Like, um, you know, people in ministry don't deserve praise and don't like. I'm not saying that. Like, it's great to honor and to praise. You know those that, you know, are in ministry and things like that. But I just feel like we should also be praising, you know, what culture, what society, even in the church world, you know, would classify as normal sometimes. And it's sad that it's classified as normal because being a dad is extraordinary. You know, being a dad is an extraordinary thing. Being a family man is an extraordinary thing. You know, it's it's an amazing thing. And it's something that I think in our culture... It, we're just learning to be honest you know um we're just seeing it more we were having a conversation last night right with our friend yeah uh, yeah, kind of yeah. like about that you know about uh parenthood you know like yeah. um you know he was telling us about how his dad was seeing him and that yeah. his dad wasn't really involved like he would always just be with yeah. his buddies drinking yeah. or doing their thing you know not yeah. really uh you know his mom more uh like just uh kind of like letting him be more with the kids you know but but nowadays we see the dads like being more involved like being you know being um being a parent you know being uh being more aware of their children you know so i think that was a kind of good like uh having that conversation last night you know with them you know i kind of it just shows like now when because the thing is like what you're saying like you really don't it's the it's it's normal to be a dad, but it's extraordinary to be a. F- uh, I mean, it's normal to be a father, but it's extraordinary to be a more like a more of a dad. 
you yeah. know that because you're even for a mom because even moms nowadays it's busy life yeah you know it's work 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 you know and um you know sometimes i mean of course there's those parents that yeah they have their jobs their full-time jobs but they make their time for their kids yeah you know they put vacation time on the calendar you know they make sure they have their family time you know right. so that's what i mean too like it's not necessarily you have to be homeschool or and all this like you have to do it this way to yeah. spend time with your family no i mean there's many ways how it looks like but nowadays you do see more of the parent parents yeah. younger parents being more involved because i was telling him last night i think the reason why it's for why why it's like that nowadays is because our generation yeah because we experienced that a lot where our parents were working so much and maybe their attention wasn't there with us so much well we don't want to be the same yeah you know we yeah. don't we don't want the same feeling Right. You know, we don't want our kids to feel the same way how we felt, how sometimes maybe we felt alone or we felt like they we kind of missed out on this because they just weren't maybe more aware or put attention in this area. Yeah. You know, I know we've always have like little conversations about that, you know, like us about our parents, yeah. you know, <laughs> how we kind of wish. I mean, I, I know I had great parents. My parents were there for me a lot, you know, yeah. but I know I still think about it today, too. Like, man, I kind of wish I could have done this and maybe if. They would have if I would have communicated with them more yeah. too, or they me feeling more comfortable to express myself with them. Yeah, you know, then maybe it could have happened, but who knows? Maybe because I don't know. It's just it's yeah, it's a it's, lot. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think that's one of the things we can never we can never try something or just do something because automatically we expect that it's going to be different. I don't think that's fair either, right? You know, because it's like saying, well, I'm going to be this way so that, you know, ABC doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Right. And Because I don't, it, it wouldn't be fair because I don't believe many of our parents, that's what their intention was. Right. Like, you know, their intention was like, probably wasn't like, oh, you know, by me not putting them in sports, you know, I'm going to do that because I want this to happen to them. Or, yeah. you know, I'm going to work late hours and this and that because... Oh, yeah. You know, I want this to happen to them. You know, I, I you know, they wanted the best. Right. You know, they right. they really they they did what they were able to were able to do in their time. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So you know, but I think it's it is it does bring that awareness, awareness. to us where mm -hmm. it's like okay, you know, how can I? I remember how that felt. Mm -hmm. You know, so how can I include? You know, mm -hmm. I maybe I am busy with all these different things, but but there's ways we can include our kids. Right. You know, and I right. think that's one of the things that. We need to, you know, talking about clearing the noise in our lives is sometimes, you know, with social media, again, sometimes we can look at people's reels and photos <laughs> and videos and we can say, wow, like, you know, they look how much, look how, look how they, look how they are as a dad mm -hmm. or look how they are as a mom, mm -hmm. look how they are. And we can begin to compare, mm -hmm. you know, and, and yeah. comparison is a killer, you know, oh, yeah. comparison is not good for us. Yeah. And, and we need to be able to find what works for us right you know we need to be able to do that and and that's where being able to be intentional in our own lives mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that i'm learning is it's you know what i'm I, I i can't just follow everyone else's traditions or i can't follow everyone else's lifestyle or i can't you know try to pretend to be this or pretend right. to be that yeah. i have to work with what i have yeah. you know i have to work with what's what works for us what works according to 
our calendar, what works according to our time, according to what we're doing, and being intentional in that. And I think that's one of the things, because thinking about it even as a kid, one of the things is that, like, I, I, you know, as a kid, you know, I, I, I don't remember, you know, crying or, or, you know, getting bent out of shape because I wanted to go to Disneyland or I wanted to, you know, take me to Magic Mountain, you know, or take me to the beach or take me here, take me there. It wasn't so much the destination that, you know, I desired. Mm -hmm. It really was just the time, mm -hmm. you know, like a lot of times it's like um, I can remember, man, like I just wanted to go to the store, you know, like, hey, I want to go to the store with you, dad, you know, and those moments of like, no, no, you stay, you know, it. it Feeling that, you know, again, it's the simple things. I think as a kid, we really don't crave the destination. You know, not always. I'm, I'm sure we had our moments where, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to go to Disneyland. I'm not saying that. But, of course, you know, the I think the biggest thing was, like, all we wanted was to spend time. Mm -hmm. Like, we just wanted to have that time. And I think if we kind of go back and remember those things, how we felt as a kid, and the true desires and the true cravings that we had as a mm -hmm. child, you know, when we really think about that, we can begin to apply that with our kids mm -hmm. and be like, man, you know what? Like, they probably just want to hang out. Mm -hmm. You know, let me tell you, hey, you want to go to the Home Depot with me? Mm -hmm. Hey, you want to go to the store with me real quick? Or, you know, in those moments where sometimes, you know, we're like, oh, you know, we're tired. You know, I just, I, this is my, this is, these 5, 10, 15 minutes are going to be my alone time. You know what I mean? Like, but a lot of times it's just, I think sometimes it's, those moments where they yeah. just want to drive in the car with us, yeah. you know, being intentional with that. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I was listening to a podcast not too long ago last week, and I I, I got a lot from it because there um, it was uh, the at homes at home with the baby ears. If you want to take a listen to their podcast, they have some really good topics, especially when in regards to like family stuff. You know, so I know I was listening to one uh, and they were talking with their teenager, teenage boy, you know, kind of how it is to work, yeah. you know, to parent a teenager. Parent, yeah. Parent a teenager, you know, yeah. we're not there yet. Almost. <laughs> almost. <though. laughs> yeah. But um, just kind of it was very insightful because, you know, they were asking their son some questions, some pretty deep questions. And he was answering <laughs> them pretty good. I'm like, yeah. Dane, uh, I don't know if Ezra or Judah is going to be like that with either his age, you know, but hopefully. <laughs> but um, no, what I got from him because at the end he just they were asking him something, but he was saying like all kids want is just parents to their attention and their love. You know, I'm just yeah. like, it's so true. Like, you know, I remember, as you were talking right now, like I was just thinking of kind of like certain things that had happened to me. And I'm just like, like, uh, yeah, like I think I just wanted their attention, you know, in certain areas, you know, like or in that yeah. moment or that day, because maybe that day wasn't going good, you know, for me at school right. or something happened, you know, or I just you know, I just wanted to be around them, you know, yeah. or or I just wanted their support in this little thing. Yeah. There might be little things, you know, and sometimes I think we, I feel like I even, I think I do it, you know, sometimes yeah. and I, I'm like, I have to go back and apologize to them, you know, I'm like, you know, they're, yeah. they're seeking that attention for that one little thing and sometimes they kind of lash out, but the, because they want that attention, they want to see you support them in that moment, yeah. you know, because, <laughs> you know, and I think we've, we fell at that so much, you know, yeah. sometimes like, believe so, me. Yeah, I do. I know, I, I, I know I do sometimes, I get distracted. You know, sometimes I'm on my phone and, uh, you know, they're trying to get tell me something or, you know, show me something. And 
there's times where I've been like, oh, man, like, and they will even call me out on it. They're like, <laughs> get off your phone. Like, you're not looking. I'm trying to show you something. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. And, you know, and and so it just it's it's cool to talk about this, though, you know, because I think a lot of parents out there can probably be in the same situation where, yeah. you know, maybe they're going through major changes in their life, you know, because we're going through major changes. You know, we are. We're going through some some big things, you know, and kind of going back to the family thing. And I think that's why we're trying to be so intentional with family because, you know, we are we are a unit. You know, mm -hmm. we're a team. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's taken me a while to understand that, you know, that, hey, this is my team. Mm -hmm. You know, this is my family you're my wife, you know, they're my kids. And mm -hmm. and um, as much as I want to pursue different things, at the end of the day, like, I have to understand that my biggest investment and, you know, is my family. Yeah. You know, my yeah. biggest investment has to be with my family. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if my family life isn't good, you know, then it's like that, you know, like, like the Bible says, you know, what good is it that a man wins the world Mm -hmm. But then he loses his soul, mm -hmm. you know, and then the same, I believe, is applicable, you know, to, you know, um, a lot of times we chase things, you right. know, like right. one of my favorite Proverbs is um, I don't know exactly where in Proverbs, but uh, the proverb goes like um, he who works his land will have abundant bread, you know, but mm -hmm. he who chases dreams is, you know, is a foley or, you know, a fool, you know, pretty much. You know, and, it, and it's true, you know, like the our land, you know, is where is our land? You know, our land is our family. You know, we have to work the land, you know, and we have to be able to nurture our land. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to nurture our family, love our family. That's, you found it? Yeah. Proverbs, Proverbs 12, 11. Yeah. Proverbs 12, 11. It says I, a hard. This is the NLT version. A hard worker has plenty of food. But a person who chases fantasies has no sense. Yeah, mm. has no sense. Mm. Yeah, it's it's, and I I've always I always pick up those nuggets from proverbs because mm. they they, they're so insightful, you know, mm. and 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 especially this one because living in Mexico, I I got to work the land, mm. you know, a lot. <laughs> mm. I got to experience the land firsthand, and I got to experience from start to finish, mm -hmm. you know, the process of working that land. And there's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. Like a lot of people go, you know, during the festivities to Mexico and stuff like that. And, and they'll see the corn, you know, big, or, you know, sometimes you enjoy the tortillas, mm -hmm. you know, from the corn that was, you know, you enjoy the elotes and, you know, all these the different things, the lentejas and the beans, the frijoles, and mm -hmm. we enjoy it. But, mm -hmm. We don't understand that there was a lot of work, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of times all we think about is the picking, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, the picking. Yeah, it was hard work to pick. And yeah, that was that's that's part of it. But there's so much from start to finish that goes into working the land. Yeah. And so every time I, I, I remember that proverb, I, I remember it's it's work. It's going to take work. It's going to take time. It's going to take investing into our family. And that's one of the things that I'm really learning, you know, yeah. during this season is that man you know during this transition the most important unit right now in in my life is is you guys you yeah. know my family oh yeah i think i agree you know i think our um you know our season right now like like because of our transition like to be honest like so just to kind of be clear in regards to our transition you know our transition recently is all of what we're saying of our 
homeschooling, our new our new businesses type thing, um, you know, going all in into these things. But it's also that it's been that we've been we changed churches, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, we decided to, you know, uh, transition out to our the church that I grew up in, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, but you know what? Just so just to be clear, those that are listening, you know, even though I that's, you know, my parents are those are my pastors. You know, I love my parents so much deeply. I am grateful for their lives for what they do, what they've done for us, you know, truly yeah. grateful for everything that you they've done, you know, but I think uh, my thing is more like we've um, we just me and my husband, my family cuz again, we are our own unit. You know, we've just grown, I think, and we've just um have been through certain different things that have made us grown like in our own way. I right. guess you can say in yeah. our own unique way as a couple, as a family, you know, and I think because of that, you know, we needed this change in our lives and being honest, yeah. like, you know, um, I mean, uh, you know, I had a conversation with a friend another day, uh, the other day too, and just kind of, you know, venting out how I was feeling. And she told me like, it's okay to grieve, you know, I heard that, you know, and I th I've been grieving, you know, you know, leaving the church and, you know having this transition but i'm at peace you know yeah. just so you know like i am at, i'm at peace because you know like how my husband was saying right now like it's about our family you know our inheritance are our children you yeah. know and and right now that has that is my focus like you know that is my focus is my children you know like i think yeah. i right now i i'm even though they give me headaches, but <laughs> I, I love, I, you know, I want to honor God in that. Like that yeah. is, you know, because I want to make sure like they grow up in this world knowing who they are, you know, f knowing that their identity is found in them. And I think that is going to that is going to involve me, you know, that is yeah. going to involve us, you know. And like how I said, because of so much neglect, I think before, like I, I want to be able to put that first right now, right. you know. And and with this transition, you know, like, um, you know, we're just, you know, we're not involved, you know, we're not involved, but we're being surrounded by people, I think, that know us, yeah. that know what we've dealt with, you know, that know uh, we feel we can be transparent with. You know, I think that's where you also have to find a, a good community where you feel comfortable enough yeah. to to be able to be transparent, yeah. you know, to be able to um, be able to be vulnerable, to be able to. Um, not feel, you know, you, you know, you express how you're feeling and not feel like, you know, um, uh, you know, as a pastor's kid, I'm a pastor's kid, I'm a PK. And, um, you know, I think growing up, I've just always had like eyes on me, you know, and one time in my life, <laughs> one time in my life, um, you know, I made, I, I, you know, I messed up. You know, I messed up. I made a, a, you know, I let people down. You know, um, I, you know, I hurt people. You know, I hurt people. And with that, I think with that, yeah. with that happening, you know, uh, you know, I feel I disappointed people myself. You know, I yeah. disappointed God. 
you know, so with all of this, like, believe me, it hasn't been an easy choice. It was never an easy choice. You know, right. I know for me it wasn't, you know, I know you know that, yeah. you know, it was never an easy choice to say, you know what? Yeah, let's let's go. Let's let's move forward. Let's move. Let's let's leave from here. Like, no, you know, I just believe that because we are our own union, the way we've grown and we've learned things, yeah. we've um, had to uh, disagree agree to disagree on certain things right. had to um i want to say i don't know if the word is compromise but like compromise kinda, compromise yeah compromise on certain things and see okay yeah you know what you have a you have you have some truth in that so yeah. okay like i'm gonna take that on like i'm gonna take the challenge and be like okay seeing this in your eyes in this way and trust you for this yeah you know and then i know you had to do that back with me you know, like, uh, you know, you didn't agree with some things that I I value and I, you know, I believe in, you know, or I think that, no, this should still be very important. in. But you're like, you know, and you had to do the same thing with me. Like, you know, like, no, you know what? You're right. Like, because we're building our own value system. We're building right. our principles on God, though, on his foundation, not on our own foundation, but right. in God's word still. Like, you yeah. know, I just want to make that clear, though, like. Only because we're building our own principles and values doesn't mean it's ours. No, like they're being built because what God has, what God is convicting of us, you yeah. know, what God has was putting it in our hearts. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I don't know why I just, I do want to make that clear because I want to make it clear for even for you, for your family. Like it's okay yeah. to do that. Right. You know, it's yeah. okay to do that. Like, because, um, you know, we all we all have our convictions, right? You know, we all have our convictions, you know, because we're all different. We all come from different backgrounds, you know. So you, I think we have to have that understanding that I'm not like you. You're not like me. You yeah. know, I don't have, you know, doing this. I won't fall. But if you, you do it, maybe you will because you've struggled with that, yeah. you know. But that doesn't mean like i have to completely like say like no to it or say like yeah. you know what i mean yeah and I, and I think that's one of the biggest temptations i think that when going through things like this is that you know it's it's kind of like well what is the goal you mm -hmm. know what really is and i think that was one of the most challenging things for us is because you know in these times it was because a lot of right now one of the biggest words that um is being used a lot out there is deconstruction mm -hmm. you know deconstruction and I've heard people like I've heard like literally pastors like pastors wives you know what I mean like literally like pray against it you know what I mean and and it's sad because I understand the context of what they're you know because a lot of times people are taking deconstruction as they're completely deconstructing their faith and they're building a complete different belief system right but true deconstruction in my opinion true deconstruction is sometimes you know you 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 go through life with a set of principles and values. But a lot of times those principles, values, those practices, you know, they're only designed a lot of times. And 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 a lot, let's be real. A lot of times they're man-made. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they are man-made because they are fitting to a certain organization. You know, they fit an organization. They fit a belief system. They fit into a philosophy of ministry and which is good. Or, it, or adding on, not just that, but if it's just because... That's what they learn from their parents. That's what they learn yeah. from, because that can not only Christianity, but that's also Catholic, being Catholic, being um, anything, 
Buddhism, yeah. whatever type of religion you come from, you know, like it's deconstruction from anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but in, in, in this, like as far as in the faith, like it's just really understanding that, you know, because that's I want to kind of stay on that subject, like as far as deconstruction, like within Christianity, though, within, you know, a lot of times it's 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 frowned upon because there is that belief and it has happened. You know, I'm not saying that it hasn't where a lot of times people do, you know, deconstruct their faith altogether, you know, their even their foundational faith. And it's kind of going back to what you were saying. It's it's not about us, you know, deconstructing our foundation. You know, it's not about that because our foundation has always been Christ. You know, we understand that Jesus Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. We understand that he died on the cross. We mm-hmm. understand that you know, he was buried, but he rose again on the third day. You know, we we believe in his salvation. We believe in the resurrecting power. Mm-hmm. You know, we believe in his Holy Spirit to comfort us, to guide us, and to lead us into our truth. Like, you know, we, we believe in the renewing of our mind and everything. But again, a lot of times, you know, we're taught, you know, into a philosophy, into one way of doing things. And again, our journey, you know, speaking into our journey, our journey was really different from the very start, you know, and there were things that we had to unlearn because, you know, a lot of times, like I said, these man-made things can get in the way of us being able to see God, you know, and for a long time, you know, we, you know, for me, more for me, it was hard for me to see past my mistakes and to be able to see God in it, you know, for a long time. And, but I had to block out the noise, you know, and I had to come back and I had to deconstruct a lot of things, even ways of doing things, um, philosophies in my life, you know, uh, things that were tailored for me in a different season of my life. I had to strip myself from those things and really come to an understanding of who I was and who I was in Christ, you know, and, and it's been a long journey, you know, it really has, like, it's, it's, that's one of the things that, I can honestly say it hasn't been an easy journey. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think so, too, because even for myself, like, we're different people. Like, we're totally opposites, <laughs> you know? And something that George used to tell me, like, when we first got together, just a little inside side note, you know, um, is that he used to be like, he felt like we would never work because or we would just always have these conversations because we felt like, we weren't um, complimenting each other. I remember one of our, kind of like our fights, I remember you telling me that, like, we don't compliment each other. You know, how do we compliment each other? But you know what? It's funny because opposites, in a way, they do compliment each other because we make each other better. The balance. The balance, (laughs) exactly. Like, because if we were the same, ooh, I don't know if that would work. (laughs) You know, because I'm more graceful, optimistic, (laughs) and you're more realist. And this, I mean, I think we had someone had to be the optimistic one in the relationship, you know what I mean? Because to keep us going, you know, (laughs) because I think we would give each other headaches if we were both the same, you know? But I I really think, you know, we've i know i've had to learn from that you right. know really had to learn and really kind of get out of my uh my norm my my the way i even grew up and yeah. stuff like that you know like there's things that you know i'm just like yeah like they're petty stuff they're petty stuff it's like no like you know like as long as i know i'm again it's all in one's conviction you know like how they feel like that because everybody, you should have your boundary. You know, I think we're listening to that. Like, there's a boundary. You know, Lo- yeah, love, love has boundaries. Love, has, love boundaries, has boundaries. You know, so that means God has boundaries. Yeah. You know, because God is love, right? 
And that was so good that it was Tim Ross saying that, you know, right. and that's so true. Like we we got to have our boundary. Like if, you know, this tempts you, then there needs to be a boundary. You right. know, if you yeah. know that, you know, that's not right, then there has to be a boundary. I'm not being near that or not being yeah. around that, you know, um, like the word says too. like bad company is a um, corrupts, a corrupts good character character mm -hmm. you know and you know knowing that like then don't you know knowing yourself like stay away from bad companies stay away yeah. from those uh bad influences and stuff like right. that you know like surround yeah. yourself with good community and i believe that's something that i know for myself i've always tried to be more aware of you know that's why i believe in um your church community you know right. like uh, growing that building that developing a relationship within that uh, yeah. with others that are christ-like you know that yeah. want to be more like christ you know because yeah. if that's our if that's your desire and you want to honor god in that that's always been my thing like right. i want to honor god like I always, i'm always going to say that i always tell george that like i just want to honor god that's my always my prayer god i just want to honor you and right. everything that i do and i know that i fail i fail i'm not the perfect i'm not a perfect person i fell in many things but then again i i had to evaluate myself i have to see what i'm doing wrong and be like oh, come to church so, all right i messed up yeah how can i change this how can i yeah. how can i better this yeah no and 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 that's i'm glad that you kind of touched back on that with the community because again like i think a part of deconstructing in a healthy way yeah. is is being able to lay hold on 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 Jesus as the foundation yeah you know and just kind of going back to that because I think that was one of the things that really helped me was you know when I came to Christ like Christ really did get a hold of me mm -hmm. you know and 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 my conversion truly was genuine you mm -hmm. know it, it truly was because part of like even when I stopped doing ministry for a while you know it was I thank God that I was never led down a path again to like, hey, you know what? Go back to the same company as before, mm -hmm. you know, and, and part of that was because of the foundation that was laid inside of me, you know, which is Christ, you know, a Christ centered foundation, you know, and I really that's why I want to encourage people so much that if you do find yourself in that, you know, be careful with, you know, trying to rebuild a foundation, you know, mm -hmm. because the foundation should always be the same. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a um, I've been really looking into ADU units, you know, for <laughs> like, you know, you know, I've been seeing them a lot, you know, online. And and if you don't know what an ADU unit, it's it's an additional development unit that can go behind your house. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they just, you know, you have detached garages, you know, they, they can convert them into an apartment, a house, whatever. So but anyways, like what I've been seeing in a lot of them is that uh, a lot of times they have to deconstruct a lot mm -hmm. of what's inside. What's already built. What's already built. Like yeah. they have to, because they have to lay, you know, some new wood, some new, they have to put in some new things. But one of the things that stays the same in many of these is foundation. the foundation, you know, the foundation, the positioning, the, the place where it's going to be, like it's still the same. It just, they have to just bring things down or deconstruct things so that they can rebuild something that's going to be healthy to where they want to go. Mm -hmm. Because in the condition that that garage is in, you know, it's not going to be livable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to, you know, it's it's good for storing things. You know, right. it's good for getting you to a certain point. But at a certain point, if you want to live in there mm -hmm. comfortably, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you know, and you want it to strive and you want to, you know, you want to have a good place. Well, then there's things that are going to have to come down so that new things can come up. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, having Christ always as the foundation, I think that's always been key, you know, and and that's one of the things that we've always tried to remember is that regardless of what we disagree, like at the end of the day, like what's Christ centered, mm -hmm. you know, and I and I one of the things I always tell people, too, is like, you know, even Jesus said, man, like, where do you how do you summarize the entire Ten Commandments? And he said, man, the best way to summarize it, and I'm summarizing too, but it's basically, hey, love the Lord God with all your mind, your heart, and your soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I love how it's like, yeah, you know, you love God. You know, when Christ is the center, when mm -hmm. God is the center of your life, mm -hmm. you know, when when you're seeking him, you know what I mean, in everything that you do, when you understand, when you acknowledge him in all of your ways— you know, you're 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 saying, God, I want to I want to love you. Yeah. I want to honor you. I want to respect your boundaries. Mm -hmm. I understand that these boundaries offend you. I understand that these going outside of these boundaries, you know, it's going to hurt your heart. You know, yeah. so I'm going to try to do everything I can. Do I fail? Yes. But at the end of the day, like it's like, man, I want to be able to love God with all my mind, with all my heart, with all my soul. Yeah. And when we're able to do that, then. It turns towards others, you know, mm -hmm. loving others the way we desire to be loved, mm -hmm. you know, and and it truly does summarize, you know, a lot of what we when we're deconstructing. I think if we remember those things is having Christ as our foundation, you know, we're not trying to lay a new foundation. We're keeping the same foundation. Christ is the center. Right. Christ died on the cross. Christ rose again on the third day. Right. I, my, you know, because I believed in him. I confessed him. You know, I believe that my my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You know, I'm saved by grace, by faith. You know, and if we do that, then we're going to be able and then also to have you know, those things shoot to strive to love God with all of our hearts, mind and soul. And then if, and then also just, man, how can we love others, yeah. you know? And if we do that, because when we do that, it, it keeps us from doing certain things, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, man, first, I don't want to offend God. And then secondly, I don't want to offend those close to me. I don't want to offend my wife. I don't want to offend my children. I don't want to offend those that maybe I call friends, you know, so we do everything that we can. So I just wanted to kind of throw that out there, like, because especially when it comes to deconstruction, yeah. you know, it has a big negativity for a lot of people. It's been great. But I know that there's still a, 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 a sector out there, you know, of people like that kind of see it as like, no, that's, you know, that's demonic. They call it, you know what I mean? Like, I've heard some crazy people, man. Like, and sometimes I just got to tune it off, you know, because it's just people that sometimes they don't know, you know, they don't understand that. There are people out there struggling and hurting and because of the their belief system or because of their philosophy of ministry, because of their philosophy, their ways, man, they they could get stuck. Yeah. They could get stuck mentally and yeah. and altogether they can eventually leave the faith, yeah. you know, and that's even worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. And I think that's one thing like um, with all with everything that's been happening, just our changes and. The season that we're in, like, that is one thing, like, I'm just praying to God, like, I, I don't want that, you know, like, I do not want to, again, like, my thing is, like, everything that I do, everything that we're doing, you know, like, yeah. is this honoring God, like, you know, even, you know, we might be focusing on our family right now, and, 
you know, we're in this waiting season, you know, and slow season in a way, you know, because we don't know, like, yeah. you know, we don't know what the future holds for us, you know, yeah. and sometimes we're, we're like, okay, God, where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> you know, where are you taking us, you know, and yeah. um, um, even with our businesses and stuff like that, like, yeah. you know, with our kids, like, again, like, sometimes we, f we feel like we're failing, you know, in our marriage, sometimes we feel like we're failing, right? But uh, I think having hope in God, having hope in Christ, like is, is what keeps us going, yeah. you know, having hope in him, knowing that he has all control and he, his word says that his plans are, um, you know, are to prosper us, you know, his plans are, are of good, not of bad. Like, you know, his plans are higher than our thoughts, you know? So just continuing and trusting in yeah. that, like, like, why wouldn't you trust in that? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just me. Well, that, it's, I mean, it's, it's, hey, hard. It's, it's hard. It's, it's hard, but it's easier said hey. than done sometimes. But because it's said <laughs> in his word. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think it's just like, I'm going to continue to trust in that and really yeah. believe like, okay, out of this desert in this valley that we're in, there's going right. to be water at the end. Like yeah. there's going to be land, you know, like yeah. we're going to go into our promised land, yeah. you know, and, yeah. um, and, I mean, I don't know how that promised land is going to look like, right. but I think God, again, like he has a plan, um, Jeremiah 20, 29, 11, you know, um, oh my God, I went blank. You know the word, say it. No, I don't. <laughs> now you got to say it. Oh my God. <laughs> no, um, I'm just kidding. Word by word. For I know the plans that <laughs> yeah, I have for I you. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans of good, not, not of evil. Yeah. Plans to prosper you. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's. And yeah, and I and that again that that and that's why it's so important, you know, again to encourage people out there that are debating, that are struggling, you know, just know that, you know, there's no reason to have to start over, you know, like what Christ has done in your life is true. It's it's good. It's he's what he started. I love that word too where he says the good work that he started, he will also perfect it mm. until the day of his coming. You know, and that also gives us hope that, man, we are a work in progress, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I know for many it, it, it's it has been um, it has been a rough journey. Maybe, you mm -hmm. know, maybe they're they're in their faith. They've been they've been rocked. You know, maybe they've been hurt. Maybe they've been offended at one point, you know, in their life. And maybe they do find themselves, you know, questioning well, what, where do I go from here? You know, but I would just want to encourage that definitely, you know, and, and I mean, that's one of the things that has really held us, you know, together, you know, it really, it really has, you know, and, mm -hmm. and we're so grateful because through all those things, like one of the greatest values that we've both can agree on and have come to understand is that community of, is of essence, you know, community is so important you know that was one conclusion that i that i had to come to personally where i'm like you know what i need community you know yeah. i tried to be the lone ranger on my own for so many years and yeah. and that really hurt me yeah. it really hurt me you know it really did take me down some dark paths it really took me down some you know bad decisions it really took me down um it really i really dug a hole you know you could say you know and um but one of the things that really pulled me out was, and 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 again, it's going back to our why we even transitioned to to with Christian fellowship was because 
it was people there that, you know, really embraced us. Mm -hmm. You know, it really was, you know, in times when we weren't looking for it, you know, I always tell the story, you know, Pastor Armando, like he just, I remember when he called me out of nowhere, you know, and I just, something I wasn't expecting. And he's like, hey, you know, like, you know, let's go have some dinner, you know, and everything in me wanted to say no, you know, I wanted to just no, like just no, it's okay. But for some reason I said yes. And I'm so glad that I said yes, because I was able to see, you know, that uh, some people just don't care about the work only. They really care about you as a people, as a person. And I think that's why we need to, that's part of, you know, our decision too. You know, realistically, it's like we needed to surround ourselves with a community that was going to speak into our lives, like not just tickle our ear, not just to tell us what we want, you know, but that were going to challenge us, you know, that knew our mess, that knew how messy we were, you know, to knew that knew all the all the ugly, all the bad, you know what I mean? And but they were still willing to walk with us, you know, and and so that was really a big influence in our decision because we're like, you know what, like we don't we're not trying to just go to another church and start over and get to know, you know, even though we're going to get to know new people. But we didn't just want to just go somewhere in the unknown. You know, we're we really felt like, OK, you know what, like we know this community, you know, we they know they know us, you know, let's let's do it. And that's one of the things that I think we've come to really agree on is like, hey, we need community. Mm -hmm. We we can't walk this walk on our own. You know, we can't walk this walk of motherhood, of fatherhood, of, you know, yeah. Be even business owners, you know, things like that. We can't walk this walk alone. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, and then, what else let me see. About? Okay. Yeah. That, we went, <laughs> we went down the rabbit hole with that yeah. one. We went pretty deep. Um, let's see. George, what else? George likes to go deep. That's why, guys. No, no. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, you know what? The Another one that I really enjoyed was uh, the one about uh, the two of them. We can kind of even talk, maybe there's even similarities in it. But um, the toxic relationship one that yeah. I did with Darlene, uh, Darlene Munoz, oh, okay. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and then the one with Angie. Angie. Was Angie, Angie Ovalle. Yeah. Um, you know, the things that she went through in her in her previous marriage, yeah. um, the abuse, the verbal abuse, the the attacks yeah. from um, her ex-partner's family, like just the things that she went through. And then even Darlene's story, like, you know, where we talked about toxic traits, you know, and, and just how it's becoming, not becoming, but it's like, it's more like, it's popular, you know, like to be a toxico, to be a toxica, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's popular, but it's so cool. Like when you see, you see how that can affect the relationship, you know. And I think we saw that with Angie, mm -hmm. with Angie's story is like how, man, being toxic just, it just didn't lead to anything good, right? What do you think? What do you think about those? No, yeah, I really think those were really good topics that were talked about. I think too, like they're one of the like most viewed episodes. Yeah, like I feel I like so. a lot of the ones with women have been more viewed yeah. than the ones with men. To be honest, <laughs> hello, <laughs> you know. But but I think because of those certain topics, yeah, I think people are really interested 
and hearing about because they can relate. Yeah. Because we all got toxic traits. Yeah. You know, I think we all got we all got issues, you know, like no lie. Like, I mean, we just said a bunch of ours, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, so but hearing their stories and um, what I'm very proud, I guess, to say, though, like with their stories, though, is like how they come out of it the awareness that takes yeah. place in their lives like right you know because they're the ones that like because they shared their stories right and they're the ones that had to be more aware of it like you know like yeah. oh man like this person is not treating me right you know like well or you know that in denial like they kind of woke, woke like angie she kind of like finally woke up from her in denial of like no this person's not treating me right like right. this is not how a relationship a partnership should be you know yeah. and i think even darlene too you know so um and and talking about that you yeah. know so i think like that is one thing like that i think like people who we've talked to you know who we've uh, encouraged and even counseled in the past you know like you know, we always kind of tell them, like, well, you know, just keep an eye for those red flags. You know, right. if you're dating, like, keep an eye for those red flags. Like, yeah. you are not worth, like, that that headache. Like, that's not worth, it's not worth the headache or it's not worth the, the problems that is going to come in the future. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, or at least, like, encourage that person or whoever you're with, like, to really deal with those red flags then. You, you know, really like yeah. working on them, working on those issues, you know, because if those things are not worked on, that's the thing, though, right there. Yeah. And if those things are never worked on. They're always going to rise in the relationship, yeah. you know. And I mean, you know, we're not perfect. You know, I, again, we have our own toxic traits. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? We have our our habits that we fall back to, right. you know, and one thing I know in us, like when we have our fights, when we have our arguments, you know, we want, we go back to our way of thinking or, cause I know me too, like you, you point them out perfectly, you know, <laughs> the, what, what I do, you know, what, um, my, uh, my issues, you know, um, how I express she, myself when she's a toxica, no, <laughs> well, how I respond, you know, yeah. um, they're, they're toxic traits, you know, right. they're not, they're not, they're not good traits that, that we have, you know, but it, it comes a lot from, I think, I mean, that's something that we just talked about recently. A lot yeah. of these things come from trauma that, you know, or things that have happened in our life. That was something that I also just realized not so long ago about myself. I think I was, we had an argument that not so long ago. <laughs> I am being honest with you guys. We're being transparent here. You know, we're not perfect, okay? So just so you know, our marriage is not perfect. We are a work in progress, you know? Hey. But, but hey, we're almost 10 years, almost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, we're in a work in progress. But that's yeah. something that I think I'm being more aware of. Like my childhood, what I've experienced... Because it, it relates to how, like, what Angie was saying, what Darlene was saying, because a lot of our childhood, you know, it really has an effect on us. Yeah. You know, and how we react, yeah. how we respond to certain things, how we feel about certain things, like right. when people are talking to us or what we experience, you yeah. know? So I know, like, that's something that I told you, like, I've been more aware because I think as a child, like, of as a PK, like of having this, like uh, being on a pedestal of how I had to be and how mm -hmm. I had to 
how I had to look or how I had to act, you know, and knowing that when I made my mistake or when I kind of let those people down, like, uh, you know, when, uh, you know, when we, when we got together, you know, when yeah. we got together, when me and my, we didn't have the greatest start, you know? So that was just like, uh, you know, I started thinking people thinking a certain way of towards me. So yeah. now, now having that feeling of like, Oh, they see me this way. So now I'm right. like, Oh, this person, th this woman is like, you know, that's how I felt like, you know, like I'm, I, they probably see me this way. Yeah. And then how I was treated as a kid growing up in school, how sometimes girls would, you know, ma make me feel like, you know, like I remember, like I wouldn't do it. I don't remember really like being mean or doing anything to other girls the other girls in my school in my classroom you know yeah. but then randomly uh we would just be playing and randomly like oh like Janet, i don't want to be your friend anymore like you know like i've talked to you about that you know yeah. and i'm just like why like sometimes it's like why so yeah. i think sometimes we always like we ended up putting this we kind of put begin to put walls in front of us or like we protect ourselves from that rejection we protect yeah. ourselves from like that you know, uh, maybe the, want, yeah. the way people talk to us, you we don't know, want to feel that way. We don't want to feel that way. Right. But then there's that in denial of like, because we're so used to feeling that way, yeah. we don't see a difference. Right. You know, and yeah. I think that's where other people get stuck in, you know, and they're in allowing people to like with the abuse or they're just afraid. Like I know Angie yeah. at, at a certain point, she says she was just afraid and she didn't know what to do. She didn't know yeah. how to get out of it. Yeah. You know, and, and it, no, yeah, those are some really good points that you bring up, and I, and I think it just really, it really speaks into um, how we as a people, how we as a culture, as a society, or you know, we need to be more aware of our friends. You know, we need to be more aware of our of our loved ones. You know, I I know it's hard sometimes because sometimes a lot of people that are in abusive relationships, a lot of times like they really do break away from their family. You know, that's, that's, I think that's one of the biggest red flags, you know, when I've seen is, is when it comes to um, relationships that, you know, maybe are abusive and stuff like that is that there's a, there's a big disconnection, you know, with their family, you know, like the, whether it be the boyfriend or the husband or vice versa, like, no, you're not going to go see your family. You know, they, they keep them from it oh, yeah. or or they fight so much to it builds up to where eventually it's like, yeah, see, that's why I don't like your family or see, that's why this. And and, it, and it's sad because that's one of the I, that's one of the things that I've always seen is that there's always that disconnection, you know, because a lot of times the the abusers in those relationships, you know, they they want to just have that person to themselves. You know, mm -hmm. they kind of just want to have them there you know and and they want to be their only influence and they want to they want to be in control they want to be in control exactly that's where i was going to go it's like there's a there's a, a that narcissistic you know trait you know where they want to be in control and um you know and i and i get it you know there's and i'm not saying that every every relationship where there's a disconnect with family necessarily that's happening because there's other reasons for disconnection too you know like there's there's family that are rude, you know, there's family that are disrespectful, there's family that are toxic, you know, and and some relationships are just like, you know what, like, put a boundary, let's put know? a boundary, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't want my kids around that. And I get it. So but in, in terms of, you know, Angie's and, and a little bit of Darlene's, you know, story, it's being us being aware of those things, you know, um, as friends, as family, being a be watchful, yeah, you know, being able to 
to be there and to, you know, go listen to those episodes because I think it'll really give us some tips, you know, to to be on the lookout, you know, for for our friends, you know, yeah. for for our family. And um, a lot of times, you know, they don't want to speak out. You know, I think sometimes it's even embarrassment, you know, mm. and I was thinking about this the other day. It's it's it sucks because sometimes we're embarrassed to admit when we're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, yeah. we, we are, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I know for me, it's hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's hard for me to be like, there's okay. times where I'm like, I'm like wrestling with it. Like, I'm like, I don't want to say I'm wrong. I don't want to <laughs> say I'm wrong, but I am wrong. So I got to just admit it. And it's not easy. But the reason why I say that is because a lot of times, man, like people say, well, this is who I am. Right. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, being real, means that that's who you're going to be Mm -hmm. and that's such a wrong way of thinking you know being real is not just accepting who you are at that moment you know part of being real in my opinion is being real even about our shortcomings Mm -hmm. being real about our flaws Mm -hmm. being real about our toxic traits you know being real about um you know, certain narcissistic traits, even, Mm -hmm. you know, being real and and being real enough to admit it. And then being real enough, like you said earlier, to be willing to work at it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest factor is that, you know, not every relationship, you know, is is doomed. You know, there I I really believe there are relationships out there that could probably be salvaged. They probably could be saved, you know, but it has to be both being able to say, you know what, Um, this is not a healthy way that I am being, or this is not healthy way for you to be, you know, what can we do to change that? What can we work on? And, and kind of Darlene talks a little bit more about that because it's like, how do you tackle these toxic traits? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we go into relationships or we've gone into relationships and just say, well, this is who I am, whoever I end up with, just needs to accept me, right. you know, for who I am. And it's like, nah, nah, no. big dog. I mean, <laughs> if you're trying to stay the same always, then you're, I'm sorry, but it's just, why? Like, I think the, our, we're meant to continue to grow. We're yeah. meant to continue to learn new things. We're meant to, you know, I, God wants that. I think even if you don't have a relationship with God or you don't believe in God, I think just, but even just as a person, like we're meant to be growing continuously, learning right. continuously, um, seeing things, um, you know, um, in this world and just seeing, you know what, you know what, like I can learn from this. I yeah. can learn from that. I saw this. I mean, you know, you're not judging, but you're like, okay, how I saw this person or this person shared with me and they went through this. Okay. How can I avoid getting into something like that? Right. You know, like if you have a friend that's in a relationship and you see those red flags and okay, like even for yourself, you know, like being aware of those things yourself, you know, and help. And, and, you know, so I we're meant to be growing. We're meant to be developing. We're meant to continuously our mind, you know. I don't know what other word to use, but to keep going, you know, um, because. Yeah, we're supposed to be ever evolving. There you go. There you go. That's the Mm -hmm. word I think evolving. You know, we're always supposed to be evolving, you know, so we shouldn't be staying the same. You know, I think that was something that I think I uh, we talked about, you know, in our conversation. And I was like, I was like, I was like, no, I was like, you're not that you're not that. 
You know, you can't say this is just who I am. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I always say that like, no, that's yeah. not who you are because, it, yeah. you know, because God, well, first of all, you are a child of God. You know, everyone is a child of God, you know, and God wants the best for you. You know, God has like, again, he has uh, higher plans than what you think you got for yourself. Yeah. So it's like since since he says that in his word, then that means there's more there's more for you yeah you know so you you you're not you're not this little to be honest yeah. i mean we are this little because god is just so much bigger but god sees you in a bigger way yeah. you know i think that's kind of like my point you know yeah no a hundred percent because yeah it, we, it's so easy and i think a lot of people it's hard because you know even through our own experiences sometimes you know you are used to or comfortable being a certain way mm -hmm. you know it's safe yeah. for you sometimes to be a certain way to think a certain way to function in a certain way yeah. and anytime you're cha you're challenged you know there's when life happens you know big life events like marriage having kids a new job you know a new business mm -hmm. um transitions you know a new church uh, new friendships you mm -hmm. know those meeting new people even mm -hmm. sometimes just you know when we step out into new environments, you know, we're always going to be faced with, hey, are you going to change and adapt? Because I think that's the other biggest thing mm -hmm. is, is adapting, mm -hmm. you know, is, and I think even uh, Pastor Armando kind of talked a bit about this in the last episode where he's like, it's not a, it, accepting our reality, but you not... Mean yeah, Pastor Aaron. What did I say? And Pastor Armando. Oh, is it? Because we were talking Aaron, about him. I know. So. <laughs> so Pastor Armando, I mean, Pastor Aaron, <laughs> he said that. He said, you know, a lot of times, you know, we, we need to just learn to accept our reality. Yeah. He didn't say conclusion, you know. Our conclusion can be different. But a lot of times, you know, sometimes we, we're always changing. We're always this desire of change, 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 that we don't sit back and just at moments learn that we're going to just have to adapt in that season. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a season that we're going to have to adapt in. Like that's a season you can't avoid. Yeah. You can't avoid, you know, like fatherhood, for example, it's a, you know, there's seasons in parenthood, you know, it's like zero to three months, you know, the <laughs> babies are a certain way, yeah. you know, three we'll to sleep. six months, you know, it's, they, they change, you know, and, and, and each of those seasons, like yeah. the baby's not only changing and adapting, but we're changing, right. we're adapting right. because it's not just about, he needs to change or the baby needs to change. Like, right. you know, it's like, no, like you need to slow down. This is the season your child, your baby is in. Mm -hmm. Relax. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Accept your reality. Understand that it's not the conclusion. Mm -hmm. You know, how you're feeling right now is not the end. Yeah. It's not the end result. You know, and I think that in life in general, we need to be able to be inviting of those things and and say, you know what? Um, okay, like, you know what? This is a new season in my life, you know, and I understand I have to go through this season. You know, it's like like in business, you know, in business, that's one of the things that we're learning is because this is for the first time, you know, that usually I've always worked a normal job, mm -hmm. you know, a normal nine to five. And we've been blessed, man. I've had yeah. some great, great jobs, you know, some great yeah. opportunities and that I'm so grateful for, you know, towards the end of 2021, though, like I did burn out, you know, I did burn out and I burned out because I was just I just felt like I was in a in a hamster wheel, you know, I was just, and I knew that I didn't want to do this for mm -hmm. the rest of my life, you know, and, 
-hmm. And I just felt that we were, you know, meant for more, you know, mm -hmm. as, as a couple, as a family, you know, financially, we were meant, you know, to, to do something different, you know? Yeah. And so I remember us talking about and stepping out and, but, you know, for the first time, it was like, you know, we're going to go all in, you know, we're going all in in everything that we're going to do at that time, you mm -hmm. know, and, and that was a tough season, you know, mm -hmm. it was a really tough season because it's like, it's understanding that there's no way around it, you know, there's yeah. no way around having to go through this, you know, there's no way like you, there, you can't change it. Like you have to go through this season, you know, it's a necessary season for your life, for your ventures, for your business, for your family, for whatever season you're in, it's necessary. So don't just desire to change it, but learn to evolve with it and learn to adapt, you know, yeah. in those moments that you need to adapt to, you know, because that's, I think that's the only way that where we're going to be challenged, you know, yeah. I think that's, that's where the challenging is. It's not so much accepting the change but it's yeah. being able to adapt in those seasons adapt to the to the challenge being a face face with the challenge you know like yeah. i agree like right now like that we're in um as you're saying that like i mean i'm thinking about just the season that we're in like you know i'm so used to um you know i'm so used to being on the go like you know being involved i was very involved in church you know in our other church you know and yeah. and um you know i was gone at least i would be gone like once twice out of the week in the evenings right like and yeah do do what i gotta do at the church you know and then um so and then i was just involved in many other different <laughs> many different just different things you know i was involved in different things and i think yeah now with our change in our in this season like um, I have had to adapt now into our new routine, into our, yeah. into what we're doing now, like, which yeah. is, you know, um, well, we just started, well, in that beginning, like, it, it wasn't homeschooling yet, but now that we are homeschooling, you know, finding our, our rhythm in that, you know, and then going to our kids, uh, you know, practices, you know, yeah, sports. Our, their sports, <laughs> you know, um, their games. And now, you know, also our jobs and we have like multiple different things that we're doing, you yeah. know, and being able to uh, balance all that out, you know, and not yeah. uh, and not let anybody down, you know, yeah. and um, and just growing all of that. Like it's been uh, it's been having to adapt, you know, it's yeah. been having to learn <laughs> to be uh even okay like okay but i okay with adapt like being able to adapt to this you know like me like being okay like you know you know to because to be honest i think one thing i just you know in the beginning i'm just like just felt like i wasn't you know i'm not i'm not pleasing god in the way i should you know what yeah. i mean or in the way that where i'm so used to which is at the church you know talking with people imparting in people's lives you know being there for people you know yeah. but i think uh, you know i'm just like but you know what i think i'm learning like uh, this waiting season this slow down season i need to adapt so that god can really like you know be the main main thing main yeah. resource main you know, I was having the conversation and where or th and they even prayed for me one time when we went to prayer that prayer night, you know, and I I really enjoyed that, you know, um, shout out to Audrey. You know, she prayed for me that day and I, and I shared with you like, you know, she prayed for me and she gave me a word and, 
you know, I never really experienced that before in that way, you know, and I'm just like, man, yeah. like, shh. I, you know, to be honest, I didn't know like how, you know, like how they see you, but she saw me like, it's like God, like she's, God gave her that word and she saw my heart. Like she saw, like she, like God knew, like, I don't know, like God told her like, this is what she's going through. So give her this word, pray for her like this. Cause she gave me a, she prayed over me like yeah. in a way, like this is what I'm going through. She said every little thing, like, I'm like, yes, God, yes, God, because we're in this season, we're in this yeah. desert, we're in this waiting season. You know, she's asking God to give me peace and strength and to just uh, go in deeper with him. And that's just something that I, I've been wanting to do, just yeah. kind of going deeper with him, understand like what he wants for us in yeah. this season, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and adapt. So, again like just adapting to it yeah adapting to it and 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 learning from it and and learning from it and and seeing what really god wants right you know yeah being able to tune in to god's voice you know and yeah. i know we've even talked about that too because i think that's one of the things that's so scary and so risky for you know being someone that um comes you know even you coming from the background of getting saved and then going into ministry there's nothing wrong with it but and it's it's been great seasons that we've been able to go through you know while doing ministry it's been a blessing man i yeah. always tell people like i never regret um moments of actually doing ministry you know oh, of yeah, doing yeah. working with people and you know it's it's been one of the most rewarding things you know i've loved it mm -hmm. but i think sometimes man we can we can make ministry god's voice you know and and what do i mean by that and in other words like as long as we're doing ministry we can interpret it as well i'm obeying his voice you know i'm obeying what he desires and and a lot of times we don't understand that that can be so far from the truth you know and what do i mean by that well because a lot of times if all we get used to is just working the ministry but never you know what i mean you know actually speaking to the one who actually runs ministry which is you know, God, you know, and, and if you need scripture with this, it's like the, 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 one of the churches, you know, in the book of revelations, you know, where, when he talked to the church that, you know, was growing, um, that had forgotten their first love, you know, he told that church, what did he tell? And he said, man, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've seen, you know, what you're doing, you know, I've seen your works, you know, I, I see how you oppose, you know, the, the false prophets. I see how you oppose false teaching. Like, in other words, they were doing everything right in ministry, you know, ministry, like they had it down. But then he says, but I have this against you, you know, is that you've forgotten your first love, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think it's so powerful that he he's not talking to non-believers, you know, he's talking to a church, mm -hmm. you know, he's talking, I think it's the church of Ephesians where he's talking to them and he's telling them like, hey, you know, you've, you've, you've gone, you, you've, you've forgotten the most important voice in your life, the most important relationship in your life, which is me, which is God, mm -hmm. you know, you've, and, and I don't know exactly what led to it. Maybe cause a lot of times what ministry can do, it can, it can kind of callous us, you know, it, it hardens us, you know what I mean? From, because we're so caught up in doing, 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 doing work, 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 work. And we forget that stillness. We forget sometimes to pray for people, you know, in that way of like, man, how can I encourage them? Mm -hmm. You know, we forget to be the church within our own church, mm -hmm. you know, 
We forget to be the the we forget that we are a body of Christ. And if we forget that we are a body of Christ and and if we only think of ourselves as a machine, you know, instead of an actual body, it's like a machine. You can't hurt a machine. The machine will break down, you fix it, it goes back up, it runs again or you replace it. But a body like, you know, if you put it in terms of a human body, like, hey, man, when when a finger hurts, like if you don't deal with that, what starts to happen? That pain starts to travel. It starts to travel to other parts of the body. It starts to travel down. It starts to, you know, mess with your sleep. It starts to mess with all different things. And in the same way, you know, we need to learn that, man, all this work, all this, this ministry, it's great. But we can't lose focus of the main most important which is our relationship with christ yeah you know and so yeah it's it's been even for me it's been like you know i know we we've shared about it but even for me it's been it's been hard because yeah sometimes you're like you do miss certain things you know you do miss like you said especially the one-on-one conversations that you have with people you know the encouraging of people i think in the last few years, that's one of the things that has really moved us. It's yeah. it's not so much you know uh, work from the pulpit. You know, yeah. it's not really so much um, you know a preaching or something like that. It's been more like man, being able to to see how those one on one moments have impacted our lives. You know, and being able to say, man, I want to give those one on one moments back, back to others. Right. You know. Oh yeah. I think that's one thing that I do miss the most, and I think I, I shared that with you. You know, we, I like how you said, you know, we, we got to talk about that, you know, is just imparting in, other, imparting in other people's lives, you know, when they're going through it or just hearing them out, like, you know, having that openness, you know. But right now, like, I mean, right now, this is our season, yeah. you know, and whenever there's that moment, I think I'm still going to be that person to encourage and bring hope into their lives you know yeah, i mean no matter 100%. what like no, yeah. i think no matter what i'm just that i'm just that i'm just that girl <laughs> so if you want to yeah. you want a friend to talk to you know i'm here uh, <laughs> send me a dm you know yeah no <laughs> you know but no, yeah. um cuz i love i love to i think just encourage other women you know i think like how i was saying how i grew up and how what i think i've experienced and how i've how it's made me felt where people pick and choose and that's I think how I took it I was like I don't like picking and choosing who I want to be friends with or who deserves to be talked to you know like uh, I think when you like just make your circle small I feel like you you kind of stay small you know I love that I love when people are just open to anybody you yeah. know, like, and I think I've always kind of had that because, again, like how I said, like how I was treated growing up, like where people would treat me like, I don't know, like even my age, like I would feel like they just didn't want to be my friend, you know, for whatever reason, whatever the reason was, like yeah. their their own judgment of me. And you know what? That's why they didn't want to be my friend. So I'm just like, why? Like, I, I always question that, you know, so I think growing up and now being an adult. And even seeing it sometimes as an adult with other adults, I'm just like, no, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. You know, so, you know, whoever comes to me, whoever 
you know, I, I get to shake hands with and get to talk with, you know, um, yeah. you know, I, you know, I'll be there for them. You know, I'll, right. if they want to open up with me, I, I'm all ears, you know, um, I'll be your, I'll be your supporter. I'll, I'll hear you out. You right. know, uh, you know, I won't tell you what you want to hear. But you can ask Christina that, my friend, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I'll tell you, I'll I'll probably tell you what, you you know, I'll I'll give you advice. I'll be encouraging. I'll give you advice because, you know, I think I've experienced some fair share different things. You know, I'm just like, you don't want to go there, you know, or yes, go there. You know, like I'll tell you, I'll tell you how it is, you know, not in a mean way. I'm very, I think I'm a very, you know, understanding, loving person, you know, but you know, I, I I think I've always been like that. And I think the people who I have talked with, they can they can um assure that. Yeah. You know? No, a hundred percent. And I that's I think that's uh what's so beautiful about being able to understand your journey and understand the experiences that you go through as a person, yeah. as an individual. Because when you apply yourself to learn, you know, what is it that you can really learn from your mistakes, your past, um, you know, even failures, um, even good moments. There's always something that we can learn from it. And being able to identify that and then be able to pour that into others, I think that's so great. And I, I we've shared that like sometimes where it's like, man, where where is God leading us? Where is God taking us? You know, and, and there's always, um, you know, so much question surrounding that because, you know, I've shared with you like my... My desire, you know, I when I sit down with people, um, the people that really know me, the people that have, you know, actually sat down with me, you know, know that um, I've been real about a lot of things. You know, I've been very transparent and very vulnerable with with a lot of things. And and I don't do it in a way because I want, you know, sympathy. You know, no, I do it in a way because I want to encourage those people not to go down that same path. You know, yeah, I have exactly. I have exactly. such a passion, you know, for that. You know, I have such a passion for, um, you know, one time I was talking to someone. I was like, man, you know what? I really I have a passion for the you know, it's it's like talking as the body of Christ, you know, talking as the church, the body of Christ. You know, I really feel like there's a big need during this time for the heart of the church. You know, the the emotions like there's there's a lot of healing that needs to take place. I think there's been a lot of not everywhere, but there's been a lot of hurt, you know, that uh, there's been a lot of noise, a lot of things that have shaken up, you know, and, and I believe that the the heart of the church, the emotion, the emotional state, the just a lot of stuff that's going on, you know, the condition of the church, you know, it's, it really needs a lot of healing, you know, that's one of the things I really believe in. And I was like, that's one of the things that I really wanted to speak into, you know, is that there's so many people that are struggling with strong emotions. You know, there's a lot of people that are struggling with mental battles, you know, and a lot of the things that it starts from the heart, Mm. you know, a lot of these mental battles, you know, it's like, it's not just things that, you know, just pop in our minds. Sometimes a lot of times it's emotions that we've dealt with or haven't dealt with, you know, and they just stay, stay and we never deal with them. And, and as the body, I believe we, we need people, you know, I know that not everyone, but we need people to be able to share into those things, yeah. you know, with people, to have these sit downs with people, to have these conversations with people, to be able to, you know, talk into those areas of their lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not, you know, 
ministry isn't always going to fix a person. If anything, it can just mask it. And then it can never deal with it. Like in my situation, I did ministry for so many years, but I masked my emotions. I masked so many issues within my life, you know? And um, so I know what it is to want to be an ambitious minister and, you know, and want to follow everything, you know, to the T and want to, you know, uh, wanting to, wanting the glory, wanting the light, you know, I know what it is, but then I also know what it is to be in the lowest of lows. You know, I know what it is to, um, you know, have to walk back from that and, you know, be willing to grab God's hand in those moments and, and be willing, like, okay, God, like you, you really do accept me for who I am. Mm. So let's walk. Let's walk this. Walk with me because I can't, I can't walk this walk of shame by myself. But if you're with me, God, like, then let's do it, you know. And so that's such, that's my heart's desire is to really be that voice for people and to really speak into them and, and for them to like, man, and, you know, to hear, hear the things that we've gone through and for them to, you know, it's like, it's up to them, you know. At that point, it's up to them, you know, but I think the saying goes like a smart person learns from their mistakes, but a wise person, you know, learns from others <laughs> mistakes. So I, that's what I desire, man, for people to, you know, not to be someone that's just hiding, you know, and trying to pretend to be perfect. But I'd rather, you know, just be like, hey, this this is who I am. This is what I am. This is what I've done, you know, and and not everything I've done has been perfect. I have sinned. I have sinned against God. I have, you know, hurt people. And these are the consequences for those things. And, and if you, I can share this with you and it can save you and it can help you, then man, then it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. I think just sharing, you know, I think when we're open, you know, in that way that again, going kind of like going back to that vulnerability, that transparency, mm-hmm. you know, offbeat, you know, we're all offbeat, you know, kind of yeah. going back to the title of the the name of this podcast, you know, and and then also like our our slogan, I guess you can say, right? The real authentic conversations, you yeah. know, like I think when we begin to have those real authentic conversations with people and having that openness, like that's where even freedom begins to happen within us. Yeah. You know, where when we be, when we're able to share our experiences and what we've gone through and then help somebody else out and them share like their experience and what they've gone through and then how we can help them. Like it just I think it just I I, I believe like it's it's freedom, you know, begins yeah. to just free us up from all these yeah. things inside of us, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like that has happened for us, you know, a lot. I think yeah. this when we were really involved, when we were this like the last before we made the made transition, the transition yeah. you know, we were doing that with people, you know, I'm and uh, you know what, to be yeah. honest, and I'm grateful for God for that season that we yeah. were in, you know, because it taught us a lot. You know, I think we learned a it, lot. And yeah. I think I think we both of us in my own way and I think in your own way, like we were that freedom that that vulnerability like being able to be transparent with these other couples that we were having conversations with and just building relationships with you know i feel like i feel like god was like showing us like this is this is this is what you need to do like this is this is how i want you to be like this is how this is what people need you know like you need this you don't think other people need this? hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, wh- I mean, I ho- if there's someone relating to us right now, like, you know, 
I encourage you, you know, you know, if you're not, you know, if you don't, if you don't go to church or if you're not a, if you haven't like found a place or a church, you know, I, I encourage you to do so. Like, you know, I encourage you to, 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 I don't want to say the wrong word, but I'm like thinking of a word, but I don't know if that's the right word to say. But like, I, I encourage you to get closer to God. You know, go, you know, talk with him in your alone time. Because, you know, things that we've gone through in our lives, like I always tell this, like we've gone through a lot. But when you when you reach out to God, like He, there's just the peace, that peace that just surpasses. And that's what his word says, like he'll give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. And, you know, we're just, you know, we're people that try to be very knowledgeable and try to, like, know it all, you know. And, and yes, like I was saying earlier, yeah, we are meant to have that knowledge and, yeah. and grow and grow. But, but God, but when we are in our thoughts and when we are confused and when we are yeah. just in a rut, like, when we seek God, when we really, like, hear his word and we really trust in yeah. him, like I believe, like that's where freedom begins, and we're able to talk with people and be transparent with people and be vulnerable with people. Yeah. I mean, of course, you have to choose the right people to be vulnerable with. Yeah, transparent. You can't just be transparent with anybody, you know. Yeah. Like just like how anybody says, like don't be transparent with the yeah. toxica, with the toxico. <laughs> like no, like you know, like know who you're talking to, you know, know right. who you're being vulnerable with, you know, and 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 seek out that help yeah. you know and and because when you begin to have those conversations those authentic conversations and really be feel free to express what you're feeling and and them help you and really encourage you then i believe change change will begin you yeah. know change freedom will begin you know like of all um certain traumas maybe issues uh, old habits yeah. i don't know like i know like for myself like doing that even with my own husband and it if that's hard for you even to do that with your spouse like like i feel like us lately like we've been able to do it more and i'm i'm and i'm just grateful for that you know i've been very grateful for that you know to really have that openness with you you know and and that we've grown to this to to the here you know, yeah. it took us a lot to get to here. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we've been married yeah. nine years, almost 10. We've been together yeah. for what? 12? No, like 11? 11, 11 years? Yeah, 11 years. You know, so it's taken us a lot. You it know? has. And it really, it really has. So yeah. you're not alone, but it yeah. is possible. Yeah. You know, I believe it's possible to to have where you're able to communicate well with your spouse, you know, and be able to be vulnerable so you guys can hear each other out and see each other and 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 back each other up yeah. and you know what i mean and like it's so yeah no and and it just kind of i was i was kind of waiting for you to 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 stop so that i can and i think i lost the thought because <laughs> it's because you said something right now that um really stood out to me and oh so when you were talking about you know getting connected with God, you know, and a lot of times, a lot of times we're like, man, but how do I start? Where do I start? And I think that it's just, just talking. It's mm -hmm. just having a conversation because I think one of the things that we take for granted so much as believers and, and, um, or maybe we just have a misconception or we truly just don't understand is, is God's Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible says that he seals us with his Holy Spirit, you know, up until the day of redemption. 
you know, like in other words, so he, his Holy Spirit's like a receipt, you know, it's like a receipt showing, hey, you know what? He's been purchased with the, with the blood of the lamb, you know, his sins have been forgiven. And, you know, here's, here's my Holy Spirit, you know, as a, as a stamp of approval on the believer's life. And I think that a lot of times, especially I think us coming from Pentecostal background, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, is is, <laughs> is we take the Holy Spirit as just uh, someone who manifests like all this crazy stuff, like the dancing and the speaking of tongues and, you know, and miracles and healing and, you know, and, and just brokenness. And but man, it's and, and all those things are great. They're good. But you know what? Like his Holy Spirit, when you, there's a scripture that says and and he will he will be your comforter, you know, and he will lead you towards all truth. And I love that because these last few years I have been able to see his Holy Spirit work way beyond what we think is the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of times we think the work of the Holy Spirit is only, you know, what I mean, to shout and to speak in tongues and to dance around. And, and we confuse that and, and we say that, you know, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. But the work of the Holy Spirit is also in those intimate moments. Yeah. You know, the work of the Holy Spirit, he also works in those moments, you know, that where he needs to lead you into truth. And a lot of times he's going to confront you. You know, there's going to be things that are going to be confronted in your own personal life. Yeah. You know, that's not going to be confronted on a Sunday morning service. It's not going to be confronted in a during the week service or a Bible study. There's going to be things that that when we get alone with God and when we, you know, start being intimate with God and we start listening and, and, and hungering for his voice, there's going to be things that he's going to confront, you know, he's going to lead us towards like, Hey, you see this, like, you know, he's going to help us to see the truth in those situations, you know? And when we begin to see like, Hey, and it will be surprised. We will really be surprised that, wow, I never knew how that affected me. You know, I never knew how that way of thinking affected me, man. I never, I never understood how treating that person that way affected them. You know, I never understood how treating my husband this way or doing this to my kids was leading to this. Like I never understood it in that way. I was just operating what I thought was normal, yeah. you know? And and I think a lot of times, I think that's as a church in general, like we need to be better at, you know, yeah. we need to be better at, you know, it's not just a Sunday morning thing. You know, it's not just a during the week thing. It really is a process, you know, and he's with us. His Holy Spirit is with us. He's, we're sealed with that, you know, and we have access to him and, he, he lives inside of us, you know, and just like the word says, greater is he, you know, greater is he who lives inside of me than he who is in the world, you know, and there is a whole structure. There is a whole plan. There is a whole philosophy. There is a whole way of thinking uh, how the world does it. You know what I mean? But when we get confronted with God, when mm-hmm. we get connected with God, he's going to confront us with what's true, with what's pure, with what's what we need to change. Yeah. And there's nothing more beautiful than that, because I think that's where once we do that, then I really believe we will be led to the right people. Oh, you know, yeah. we will be led to the right people and, and and the right people will be put in our lives, you know. And and even things that, you know, that's even the cool thing is that his word says that even when we don't know what to pray for, mm-hmm. you know, like his Holy Spirit utters prayers for us. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful because mm-hmm. there's times where we're just we're groaning. We're like you said, we're thinking, we're worried. We're like, man, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. In those moments of 
not knowing in those moments of man the, his spirit is uttering prayers on our behalf yeah and and it's crazy because then all of a sudden boom like the right people come into our life yeah. the right relationships come into life and then you're like whoa like man i i don't know if i even prayed that but the thing is that that desperation inside of us because his spirit is with us prayed those prayers for us yeah you know and god has a an amazing amazing way of showing himself and through other people you know because it's first confessing with god but then healing comes from confessing with others yeah. you know and and a lot of times we we can receive god's forgiveness because god is the only one that can forgive mm -hmm. but when we speak with others that's where we can see healing yeah oh, mm. yeah i mean i think like again i think conversations um being vulnerable being transparent like really brings freedom like mm -hmm. you know having those conversations with people you know i mean as you're talking like i'm pretty sure like we can think about people who probably we can talk to and be like okay like yeah like but then and maybe you're thinking right now like whoever's listening right now like maybe you're thinking right now like who can i who am i feeling this towards you know who do i need to talk to who you know so if this is encouraging you i hope it is you yeah. know and we hope that it's helping somebody out because you're, you're not alone in this, yeah. you know? You're not alone in this. Like, we all have bad thoughts, you know? We all have yeah. those thoughts of negativity, you know? We all have thoughts that, you know, we can't do it or we're not enough, yeah. you know? But God continues to remind us, like, you know, we are enough. We are yeah. his kid. We are his children, you know? And we are... Um, a child of a king, you know, who loves us and that wants the best for us, you know, yeah. and yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, man, we've been talking for, oh man, two hours now, Thank two hours you. now. Oh, so I didn't even think we're going to go that long. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I our conversation is going to go long. I know, I know. But yeah, so, well, we're going to go ahead and, and we'll cut it there. You know, I think we, we were able to bring up, man, because there are so many other episodes that i was thinking about that i wanted to bring up um business owners like teddy's red tacos uh, sushi loco yeah. chef frank mendoza those are some really impactful oh yeah um interviews. i know i was gonna share for that, yeah. that one too because he really did um him and uh teddy tacos they oh, maybe we can do a little bit you know what we kind of got from them you know um if you don't mind is that okay yeah yeah just real quick i mean something that i think i learned from them was like from both of them is just uh i think we've been trying to do in our own business you know just being uh open you know available you know and uh just um helping people out you know and um showing them you know showing others what we can do by just being available you know and uh even with doing things sometimes for free or just like helping them yeah. helping other people out learning and um you know just showing up yeah you know when no one is not type thing you know and i and i think because we're we've been doing that like we've been been able to network and we yeah. were to get to meet new people for our business yeah you know? so yeah I know uh, that. you know i'm excited for our, our yeah. these ventures that we've been having you know and yeah. um, i mean sometimes it does get difficult balancing them and stuff like yeah. that and we're trying to like find our good rhythm i mean i don't think we're gonna we always say that about everything. It's just so hard <laughs> to find a good rhythm of stuff, yeah. you know. But I think God is making the way, you know. I think yeah. I'm trusting in that, you know. Yeah. No, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's 
that was a really good point bringing out from I, that was where some of the biggest takeaways, you know, that yeah. um, from their business uh, advice that they were giving and their yeah. experiences is to just really be willing to step out and even be willing to do things for free, yeah. you know, being willing to go to businesses and being like, hey, you know what, this is what I'm doing. Um, would love to do something, you know, would love to collaborate with you, you yeah. know, and and then but like you said, it's really it really has like we've been able to meet a lot of new people, you know, with that, you know, and yeah. and I think that it just kind of goes like the same principles kind of just apply to everything. You know, I think like even us being um, willing and, and open to share our experiences with people individually, like, you know, um, I was telling um uh, my buddy yesterday about that i was like man you know what um i know that there's a lot that maybe we can complain about sometimes you know um but one of the most beautiful things is that we've been able to really make new friends yeah. you know people that to this day even in our transition we still talk to yeah. you know we can still go and have dinner with mm -hmm. you know i was i was like man thinking in that way it's like man like you know, that's the beautiful thing sometimes about stepping out, mm -hmm. you know, is that once you step out, you just, you know, God is always going to be there to catch us one way or the other or to just show us that, hey, that risk is worth it because mm -hmm. look at your reward, you mm -hmm. know, and and our reward isn't always going to be monetary. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that's one of the things I'm learning, too, and that I've learned through, um, you know, Chef Frank Mendoza, like it was, you know, him talking about how he would just just being available, you know, mm -hmm. just him being willing and being available, like opened so many doors afterwards because he valued the relationship more right, than right. the opportunity, you know, and and that's one of the things that I'm that's one of my goals is to like, how can I these new relationships that we are making, you know, I want to want to make sure we value them above everything else, you know, and, and yeah. just trust that everything else is going to flow in. Yeah. You know, and he's going to provide a way when there is no way. And he's going to make moves even when we're not making moves. And that's, yeah. that's kind of the that's one of the pluses, I think, before we close is about, you know, I don't like to say it like that because it just sounds weird. But being a Christian entrepreneur, you know, like because I, <laughs> I think, you know, entrepreneur, you know, we're you know, entre it's, we're, we're entrepreneurs good. just, you know, but we we happen to be Christian. You yeah. know, what I mean, we happen to. Uh, you know, believe in Christ, you yeah. know what I mean? And so, so but, but it's just so cheesy. I don't know. But anyways, but that's one of the things that sometimes God has to remind me is like, hey, you know what? This is, this is how everyone else does business. This is how you're going to be tempted to do be business. pressured yeah. to do business. Yeah. But you have to remember, you know, and I always remember that scripture. It's like the promotion comes from the Lord, yeah. you know? so good that you're saying that you know because like you know like when people like it you know when people like you want to ask for that help or that pushing and they they want to start kind of like you know charging or you know or they're very close when they start getting too close you know like that is something i'm like like what you're pointing out like being that christian entrepreneur like and i think that's what god will honor like when we start to like i think even as leaders right when we start to expect things from others like that's where i think we begin to fail you know yeah. because we have to be the lead 
We have to be the example. Oh, we have to serve people. We have to serve the people. Exactly. Because le true leadership is Serving servanthood. The people. Exactly. Yeah. So in the same way of leadership as an entrepreneur, like we, you know, we do, we have to have that mindset and God is going to reward us for that. Right. And I believe, and you know what, like when we were at, um, the, that, uh, shoot, right. With, um, uh, from the, the guy, I forget his name. Um, with the hats, then we went to Palm oh, Springs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, with Gallo Fino. With Gallo Fino, but we didn't get to sell coffee. We didn't get, we're able to give them coffee that day. <laughs> we took our coffee cart for his shoot, you know? Oh, but we were able to talk to someone, and, you know, we were able to, they asked about it, and they were saying, like, you know, we want to do something, you know? And I was like, you know what? Like, again, like, you don't, when you experience something, you just, you, you want to try to be a, uh, I'm not saying be better. It's not that. It's just you want to give back. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just have that. Like, in a, like again, the things that we experience in our marriage, like what we've learned, what we've grown in, what we've experienced. And we want to we want to share that with other couples if they're dealing with the same or if they yeah. can relate. Like, we want to be able to give back yeah. and give that encouragement, give that advice, you know, like yeah. uh, be the people like, don't do that type thing, you yeah. know, do, you know, but freely yeah. without any expectation back like we just want to help so i think in the same way like even again entrepreneurship we should give that back you know and god is gonna reward us back. yeah god is gonna build it you know god is gonna open up even doors that probably we didn't expect so i'm trusting in that like yeah. and i'm believing in that like and with that advice that um frank and um teddy you know gave like thank you guys thank you for that you yeah. know because it really puts in perspective as uh, a christian entrepreneur like you know we are we should be more like christ no yeah. matter what, yeah. Even as an entrepreneur, even uh, even um, what's his name said it, um, Ryan Pineda. We're listening to his podcast with right. Ross. Yeah. You know, he even said like he's a Christian entrepreneur. He makes a lot of money. He has a penthouse in Vegas. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But his mind, he has to he has to remind himself too. He says like, but I'm, I'm I'm you know we're a, we're a steward. Yeah, we're a steward. You we're know, just he, a steward of of what God is doing. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So even hearing him, I'm like, man, yeah. like yeah, like good point that you just point out and just like right now boom yeah and me you know i'm like no yeah <laughs> no yeah it's 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 it really does you know i've you know that's the beautiful thing when you're able to see god's principles in action in every way because a lot of times even in the church we think that giving is only you know we 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 compartmentalize giving only to like when you give monetary gifts to your church or you're a good tither you're you know you you're you're generous in that you know but you know, man, his, the principles of generosity, they apply to everything, you know, like his his principles, like he's established that. And so when we live a life generous, not just monetarily, you know, but sometimes even generous in our time, you know, when we live a life that's generous to want to give advice, you know, when we live a life that's generous to want to help and how can I serve my community? How can I serve your business? You know, like, yes, like there's going to be a monetary exchange, but but I want to be able to serve you. I want to be able to serve your cause, you know, like, you know, a lot of times we want to just bring people to our cause, you know, but we have to understand that, especially in the business world, like we have to understand that 
a lot of business owners they're they're relying you know on this business to feed their family mm -hmm. you know they're you know they're gonna pay their mortgage with that they're going to pay their rent with that they're they're gonna pay bills with that so in a way it's a cool thing to be able to partner with them and say how can i serve this cause of yours you know mm -hmm. how can i serve it you know how can i uh, contribute to it you know mm -hmm. and so that's a beautiful thing you know and and yeah that's a, a big takeaway and i hope it encourages some people out there to um you know think different you know I, I think it's so hard in this world sometimes to think different to say man i am different i am going to be different i yeah. you know i i there's a lot of good advice there's a lot of great business owners multimillionaires, and and they and i believe they have some great advice i'm not saying that their advice is bad or anything you know to each their own you know but i, I think you know as being a christian and 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 wanting to pursue a business like you know we have an, an advantage that it's not so much that it's going to you know make us better than them but it, i believe it's just an advantage because it's you know having christ in our hearts having his spirit having you know the benefits of his word in our life and then mm -hmm. you know we're going to be able to to see different principles different values and be able to say hey man this applies to my business this mm -hmm. applies to how i treat people mm -hmm. this applies to how i can treat my customers mm -hmm. this applies to how i can network with yeah, people this there there's so much things from his word that is applicable to our everyday life yeah. you know and so it, it's exciting we're we're in a an exciting exciting season it's it's not easy but we're gonna um, definitely be uh, doing more more episodes like this. Um, if you're listening to the podcast on YouTube, um, and I don't know if you want to maybe like put this out there on IG type thing, but you know if you're listening to this and if you have like any suggestions, I just want to say because like I don't know if we're gonna be trying to do this more where it's me and him talking, right? Right, Beth? <laughs> you know, we want to kind of bring out more conversations. But there's like a topic that you guys want to hear us talk about or maybe, you know, give advice in or, or something like that. You know, put it in the comments, you know, send, um, put it in the comments, share with us yeah. what those things are, you know, kind of give us ideas of what we can bring to the podcast. It's a new year. We're going on for round two, <laughs> you know, yeah. second year's uh, go right for the Offbeat podcast. Yeah. So, you know, we want to continue to grow this platform yeah. um, and, you know, have more conversations with new people, yeah. maybe with some other couples, more entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, I don't know, go into something different. We'll see what God wants yeah. uh, in store, right? But uh, I know that this platform, you know, I believe in it. You know, I believe yeah. in you, babe. You know, you're doing a great job. I just want to say that. Put that out there again. Thank you. Thank you. Round <laughs> no, I just <laughs> you know, and But yeah, if you have any suggestions for any topics that you guys want to hear out, you know, yeah. or have a conversation about, um, put it in the comments. Yeah. Sh or shoot us a DM. Yeah. Shoot us a DM on Offbeat Podcasts underscore right there. Uh, we, we always release different clips so hit us up though yeah we want to definitely do more of this we're still going to be doing interviews uh mm -hmm. with people but not as much not as much um because there's just even things we want to go into topical um you know more life updates things like that you know because it, i know it's it's going to even if it's a snippet you know of something that we talk about if it helps someone right. you know then at the end of the day it's worth it it really right. is you know and and it's a great honor to be able to have this platform for you guys. And and I, I love that we've been able to just give and offer this platform to so many people. 
um, so many people that have come on here to share their stories. We thank you guys so much from the bottom of our heart for traveling here with us and talking to us and being willing to share your story because I know it's not easy. Yeah. It really isn't, man, to be put out there on the internet. It's like, to this day, I'm still like, ah, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, man, um, it's awesome to be able to have these conversations with people. So till next time, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to, if you haven't yet, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button right away, right there, right below. Hit it. Boom. Send it to somebody. Share it. Comment. Uh, as much as we can get out there, man, the better, man. The more this message is able to reach people and and uh, where we can go into their living rooms via TV, you know what I mean, and be in their car rides with them on their way to work, the better, man. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was Off Beat Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.